Hey, 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 y'all. What's up? What's up? What's thank- up? What's up? What's up? Thank you for joining Gutter Girls Podcast. Um, it's your girl, Messy Missy, the one you love, the messiest one you know. And who is it holding it down in the studio with me today? Oh, well, you already know the super producer. It's your girl, Des, the original Golden Girl. What's up, y'all? What's up? Listen, <laughs> not, um, not me talking about who holding it down in the studio with me. Like, I'm not in the studio with you. She producing shit, y'all. <laughs> I'm just here running my mouth. <laughs> well, you know, we listen. We got to be together. We can't work without the other one. Yeah. So I'm so happy to be here. Um, This is what? This is our last episode of our Healthy Relationships Month. Mm-hmm. October was the month for healthy relationships. So we've talked about platonic relationships, non-platonic relationships. Mm-hmm. We've talked about the relationships with yourself if you've watched our lives. And so, Des, how are we going to wrap this up in a pretty nice bow and send them on their way? So, um, well, I'm going to do one producer note right before that. Our Wi-Fi is just looking real sticky. Oh, so if you are... Um, watching us through live stream let me know and let make sure that um you can see us tell me that but anyway outside of that how are we gonna wrap this up yeah (sighs) today is gonna be a really really hard-hitting topic of um knowing when to leave relationships oh see this is the thing i i don't know i know black women i know (laughs) we struggle with leaving relationships sometimes sometimes that's the hardest part yeah. I'm, um, <laughs> okay, so um before we, we get into that, we're on this journey of transparency. So um when we plan the show, y'all, like well, when we plan anything, um, if people know us, we really intentional, we go through a lot of thoughts and processes yep. and everything. So we had a meeting this summer, um, and it was specifically about us being more transparent this season and being honest and bringing our own things to the table. Vulnerability. We really trying to tap into the vulnerability. So these topics are like eye rolling for us because we just be looking at each other like, uh, don't want to talk about it. Don't want to talk about it. But we got to. Yeah, we got to because we're black women, too. And it's just as much as we feeling it. Hell our yeah. listeners are feeling the same things. And so if we don't talk about it, what are we doing? Right. Absolutely. So um, it's cringy. I hate talking about leaving relationships. I'm sure a lot of people do. But it's a necessary conversations because just as just as much as it's important to get into these situations and learn from them. You got to know when to let the shit go. Let the shit go. Yeah, that's the yeah. Got to. Right. Very important. Um, And I listen, I'm sure we've all wanted to tell somebody else that at some point. But when it's us and we got to know when to let the shit go. Is is really hard. So before we get into the shit, um, you know, I, I'm messy, but I do care about our well-being. So mm-hmm. um, we're gonna go into the mental health check-in. Okay. So Destiny, um, 
how you doing? Like, and not the not the sugar-coated answer you give somebody when they ask you as they passing through the supermarket. I'm asking you for real. How you doing? Like, you good? Um, I am I'm good. I am um good. I don't know. <laughs> Well, let's unpack that. What is good? I was gonna say good. Good is something. I got that. I got that term from you. That's my. That's my therapist. Uh, rebuttal. Right. Let's right. unpack that. <laughs> I do be working on like what well, unpack that. Yeah, you know. But what does that mean? Or no, uh, this is my other one that I learned from you. What does that look like? Yeah, tell me what that one. looks like. That's a good one. Nah, that's that's when you hit me with the tell me what that looks like. That mean oh she done spot she done diagnosed me and we got to talk about it. <laughs> Don't nobody want to hear that shit. It's like no, <laughs> but not for real. You said you good, but it 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 sounded real loaded. What the fuck is good? Um, okay, um, I'm so weird. So the fact the fact that I'm a therapist is so crazy because I also have crazy anxiety and um I got all type of issues or whatever. So my anxiety is just like through the roof right now. Um, so y'all know I've been doing my own business for about almost two years now. Um, so I've uh, for a while I've been playing with the idea of a job, like going back to get a job um, while also still doing my business. Like we sitting in, you know, my office right now. It ain't mm-hmm. going nowhere. The lease is here. So, <laughs> right. so, um, but on top of that, you know, just kind of, I'm I'm a social worker and I'm just a real mm-hmm. community social worker and I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I need some co-workers, child, I'll be dying. And it's just <laughs> it really be killing me. Like, and mm-hmm. I really like people. Um, and so my individual I love doing individual therapy, it's great. I have touched so many black women mm-hmm. and it's been an amazing thing. But um I'm I'm just a big, I'm an impact person. Like I'm a big impact person. I do communities, I like big large groups, I like programs, like things that I can touch large groups of people. So I've been playing with the idea, plus my mom. Um, my mom is just getting older, so I'm like, I just want to be able to support more. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. I just want to have more consistency under my belt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm good. You know what I mean. Right, I'm right. Good off of just you know off of my business, but that's really the big thing. Like I'm just getting to a space that I'm just noticing my mom is a lot more older. So anyway, long story short, because I'm getting caught up in a whole different thing. Um. I've just been playing with the idea lately of getting a job. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I've talked about it. We, I think we started talking this, like, this summer. Like, it yeah. sprinkled and then it disappeared and then sprinkled, disappeared. So last week I texted a mentor of mine and I was like, you know, hey, you know, if I apply for some jobs, can you be my reference? And she was like, yeah, but why do you want a job? And so I kind of talked to her about it and she was like, well, what type of job do you want? And I was just like, you know, I was like, I need some people. I want community. Right. She like, well, you know, I know the job. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, I went from that conversation to the next day. It was like, well, I was like, well, I looked it up. It's not up. She's like, well, I don't think it's posted. I was like, oh, okay. And pulling a job out of my ass was a person. She pulled then, that job out of her ass. And then next thing I know again, like, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it went up. Um, I filled out an application and I had an interview in like two days. And it just kind of like boomed. So um, I still don't have it yet. Um, there we go. But I don't know. The alignment just kind of worked really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how to feel about that because, you know, I've been committed to this for so long. So... Um, long story short, my mental health check-in, I have went through a roller coaster of emotions because my entire professional expectations of myself in, mm-hmm. changed in a week. So um, 
I don't really know how to feel about it because now I got to figure out. It's a lot of things that come along with that. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of um, imposter syndrome and insecurities and yeah. some feelings of like, like um, I cried to my husband the other day because I'm like, I just feel like a failure. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, well, you know. Yeah. But I'm like, I just feel like a failure. I wasn't supposed to go back to work. And he's like, but think about why you're going back. Like, yeah. You know, he like, you're a nerd. You want to be around people. Like, you know, you just, you, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it will help me in a lot of spaces. Like, it's not a small right job at all so um it's kind of amazing like you know right right so it's kind of perfect completely made for me they about to stretch me in a lot of ways they about to work me like a slave but it just kind of aligns very like for that to just be sitting there almost waiting for me i was like okay so i'm overwhelmed because god likes to take my life and smack me around because i'm very hard-headed i like to plan. i'm a control freak like Mm -hmm. i want to I got a plan, God damn it, and that's what it's gonna be. And God be like, no, he mm-hmm. don't. See, and I, I get my like he, our relationship is him going, psh, 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 and then he, yeah, and then he leave me alone. He come back psh, 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 like it's, and I get threw up against the wall. Yeah. And I, I wake up and it's a whole different thing. Um, and this is feeling like that. Yeah, like one thing, one thing I'm noticing about the way God do stuff and yeah. my life is a is an example of it too you get to tell god where you want to go you get to tell god what the destination is but you do not get to tell him what route he takes to get you there you get to tell him where you want to go it's like an uber hey, sir, i want to go yep so i want to <laughs> go to the airport all right i'm gonna get you to the airport what time you got to be there i'm gonna make sure you get there when you need to get there but hey you ain't gonna micromanage Listen. sit your ass in that back seat and let me do what the fuck i gotta do to get you where you want to go Listen. Yeah. It is when I when I met when I met my husband maybe ten I'm lying fifteen years ago he was like what do you want to do with your life and this has always been what I want to do I'm like I want to start a nonprofit mm-hmm. for kids it'll be like a boys and girls club right da, 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 da. right it's always been the vision and I've detoured and changed and I have forgot all about that shit and the other day he was like I mean I said something I was like I cannot believe I'm nothing like I said he was like you said you was gonna start a nonprofit Golden Girls is a nonprofit as fuck I completely because forgot. the fuck like. I was like, oh, don't be treating us like chop liver because you got your uh, therapy degree and all that. You I ain't going to try to hold us the fuck. That. We over in this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you so For the golden girls all over the world. You ain't going to hold us. But, <laughs> but no. OK, period, so I'm overwhelmed and I'm blessed and I am. Um, my anxiety is on 10 and um, all of the above. Imposter syndrome, scared, afraid. So, what do you need then? If you're, if you, you know, because I'm hearing instant, I'm hearing I feel insecure, this, that, and um, the third. But like, what do you think you need? Like, how you gonna get on the other side of that? Especially because it sounds like your ass about to start tomorrow. I was gonna say, I was gonna say to be honest, get pushed into the fucking pool it. and swim. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's already, what you get. I fucked up. I already started the train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just it's like I know it's on this it's way. going baby and it's so going I don't, I don't I just need to go to your wedding and have a good ass time period because you're gonna be that. 90 days in <laughs> when you start nigga the whole 90 wait. days ain't no PTO ain't no nothing other people gonna be that's taking PTO on your ass <laughs> oh that's why it's full yeah I'm taking my two that's weeks you gonna be all right yeah well you know I know a lot of people say you stress them the fuck out so. I do stress a lot of people out. <laughs> <laughs> so. You'll be all right. You'll but be I'm, all right. I'm about to stress out whatever team I got there too. So. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's okay. and that's what they gotta know. 
But yeah, um, I'm excited for you. I'm very excited for you. We've talked a lot about this journey. Um, I don't need to give you a spe- speech about how this is not a failure and this is a step in progress and you've worked to get to this point. And the only reason you can shoot a, a text message and get a job posted is because you put in that work and they got respect for the work that you put in. So I'm very proud of you. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see. And listen, Golden Girls got your back. GGP for life. Blood in, blood out. What's Period. up? Oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> so, don't worry about it. They're going to be like, we please need Please let me get married, please. <laughs> let me get on the other side of the wedding before you... Uh... They're going to be like, Destiny, we need you to find volunteers. Bitch. <laughs> so, I got a bunch of them. I know I'm all off. They got a private on, group full of them. They're going to all have on gold when they get here. <laughs> and it is. Um, all right. So your time. Mental check, check in. in. Where are you, ma'am? Somewhere between... um exhausted because my bachelorette party was this past weekend and these bitches left no crumbs okay Um, I experienced what it's like to have a weed hangover and for us weed smokers we think that's not a thing oh baby wait a damn minute (laughs) I'm gonna tell you listen I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you all right so boom my bridesmaids are so dope and they know I'm such a weed head um and not look in my lawyer life, I'm not a weed here, only in my private life, <laughs> but not. Nah. Um, make sure you draw the line, yeah. Everybody. You feel me, you feel me. Um, and so they knew I needed, they knew I needed my my med, my, my medicine, so they made me an edible table. But this was like an edible table on steroids, like there was nothing on a table that was not full of weed except fucking mints, nigga. So there were rice, uh, there were 100 milligram Rice Krispie treats. There were 25 milligram Nerd Bites. There were, um, what was it? 100 milligram brownies. Then there were chocolate penis suckers that were what? A lot. <laughs> then there were um, penis suckers. That that were a hundred milligrams, and like it was a lot of them. Like there was enough for all of us to be entirely too high the whole time and take some home. Yep. Oh yeah, and tarantula. Like, listen, if you need an edible table, I got the plug. I'm gonna just say that. Um. So it was fire. So um, we just kept eating them like they was the only snacks in the house. And I'm gonna tell you, um, I'm just now getting my shit together. I'm just now, um able to form a sentence with some enthusiasm baby i was out of there um so yeah i had a great bachelorette weekend i get married this thursday period um, i i am super duper excited it is a lot of logistics going on a lot of shit going on um family in town friends in town um i'm dusty crusty nails gotta get done hair gotta get done Oh, it's so much stuff, but um, I'm in a very good place. I'm at a very good transition in my life. I really feel like I'm marrying the man of my dreams, which a lot of people cannot say. So, yeah, we're going to take a shot for that. We're going to take a shot for that. Yeah, I know. A lot of people don't get to marry the man of their dreams. So, I'm going to go ahead and turn up. Uh, shout out to you, Jay. You did that. We're going to turn up this weekend. And shout out to um everybody coming to the wedding, because okay. everybody ain't going to be in attendance, okay? This is a motherfucking VIP events all right bring out your detroit's best i want to see the buffs i want to see the gators i want to see the first i want all that shit don't cheat me give me give, give me a player's ball that's what i need yeah basically 
All the gold. Everything. All got. the gold. And don't leave your cash gifts at home. Bring that with you. Because if you think you about to go to the casino and gamble before you gave me my wedding gift, I'm busting that ass. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, I'm good. I'm good. I just need to get on the other side of this wedding. Honeymoon is on Monday. Okay, now. So um, I gotta, I gotta, I got one more work day to get through. I got nine to five tomorrow. Okay. And baby, Messy Missy is gonna be on a new level. I'm about to my husband, y'all to death. Um, y'all know I'm a flood y'all shit. I'ma try to set up a stream. I'ma try to set up a live stream for people to be able to watch the ceremony. Um, I'm gonna try. I can't make no promises. Um, but shit, I mean. Sometimes, sometimes you can be in a room and sometimes you can't. That's just what it is. All right. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was that was that that was pretty much it. Bachelor weekend, I would love to give y'all details, but so much happened, and um everybody can know everything. But shout out to my bridesmaids. They they did their big one for sure. Definitely hangover bridesmaids type. It was energy. some movie, it was it was, it was a movie. Seth Rogan movie for sure. Hey winter. Hey, winner girl. But definitely it was something. Um, yeah, so it was it was it was a time to remember. Oh, you know what? There's there's something important that I really want to talk about before we go on with the show. So first, um, one of my bridesmaids um, is a advocate for women's productive rights. So one of the coolest things that happened at my bachelorette party was we got our goodie bags that, you know, bachelorette parties always have but we had a bunch of paraphernalia from Planned Parenthood because we were at a bachelorette party full of women and it's very important that we all know that this upcoming election is very important specifically um in Michigan where our reproductive rights are on the ballot okay so I know um Everybody has their own beliefs about pro-life, pro-choice and all of that. But reproductive rights touches us all, whether you would choose to have an abortion, whether you wouldn't, whether you choose contraceptives, whether you don't. Um, every, you know, if you believe that everyone should have a choice, it is on the ballot. So make sure y'all are going and voting. If you won't be able to vote in person, go ahead and submit for an absentee ballot to make sure your voice is heard. I know we don't always feel like our voices matter, but these types of elections, these state level elections are the ones that make the biggest difference. So I know a bunch of stuff always happens in the presidential election and all of that, but literally our our right to choose is on the ballot and it affects us all in a bunch of different ways. So get out, make sure you vote um, on proposal two and three. Mm-hmm. Yep. On proposal two and three. Um, and shout out to Planned Parenthood for like being an advocate for always looking out for us. I know when I was in school, Planned Parenthood really looked out for me. I was yeah. not in a position where I could afford to be pregnant. That did not mean I was making the choice not to have sex though. Um, so, you know, getting my contraceptives, getting tested, all of that stuff, like Planned Parenthood had my back and I never came out of my pocket for none of it mm-hmm. because they looked out for students like me who just wanted to make sure we were being responsible, but didn't have a bunch of money for, you know, fancy doctors. So I go to a clinic, a safe space, get advice, Absolutely. get birth control, um, get tested. And so mm-hmm. make sure that y'all get out to the polls and vote, especially mm-hmm. on that, because um 
is something that we're going to be talking about and facing for a minute. And it's not it, just about abortions. Like, right. everybody getting caught up in the abortion right, conversation. Right. This is about all types of access to feminine care. Like, mm-hmm. all types of things that are related to women's bodies needing to work. And at the end of the day, our bodies need to work. Like, yeah. we literally populate our human species. Yeah. So, if you want more people... Yeah. And our woman, if we need more people in the world, yep. which we do to keep it going, you selfish bastards. And listen, and for our male <laughs> listeners who are listening as well, this is not just a woman's issue. This is everyone's no. issue because um, for you, everybody from you motherfuckers who are on the Internet talking about y'all hate when y'all on child support yeah. all the way to you men who do want to have a bunch of kids and want to have a big family. Listen, you have sisters, mothers, daughters women out here that you need to be fighting for and advocating for because um if you don't you remember how y'all was blaming all you she trapped me blah blah blah. it ain't gonna be the woman trapping you this time it's gonna be you and the government trapping her so take your ass to the polls and go vote and get y'all shit together um but yes shout out to Planned Parenthood for being an advocate and always providing those reproductive health needs for women who can't afford it or women who don't have anywhere else to run to so good job Planned Parenthood um all right it is oh before we go into go to bowl because you, you was ready for the mess i'm always ready for the mess they call me messy missy i'm ready to get into the shit i love it and talk shit I but um know. we the church got some announcements before the pastor come up I'm here and get a word <laughs> all right <laughs> um <laughs> so real quick and we ain't taking no shots so i'm gonna pour it up while you do that Wow. Okay. So real quick, um, I just got to talk about the golden things that's happening. So we got some golden things that's going on. So y'all know every month we do our golden link ups where we we meet up somewhere in the metro Detroit area. So if you're in our area, we just link up. We just do things that are related to whatever we're talking about. We do things that black girls like to do. We just, mm-hmm. some, you know, it just Fellowship, really depends. network. Eats, probably, you know, it's all type of things. And we it's just, probably going to be some type of libation in the mix. Yeah. Somewhere. So once a month we do that. This past month in October, since, we were, since we've been talking about healthy relationships, we went to the Rage Room and it was actually yeah okay i blew off some steam we did we in our room we named all of our pieces with something and knocked that shit just broke it it was mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. this is childhood trauma smash you know yep this all relationship trauma smash. it was like yep and you would think it sounds really corny but afterwards i was like oh and listen Des will tell you I'm I'm really not with the corny yeah. shit like that. That's really not my cup of tea. You know, it. I'm usually like, um, let's go to a happy hour and drink yeah. that shit off. But there's this, I you know, she retreat. one of those. Yeah, she liked the retreat and she like ice breakers and ex- group exercises and shit like that. I usually think it's corny, <laughs> but I'm all for trying new things. And I did go to the range room and it was listen. My you little, always have fun though. My finest East Side heart was pleased. I was just busting <laughs> shit up, and nothing makes an East Side girl happier than busting some shit up. I mean, throwing some, so, throwing some shit and hitting it with a bat. Yeah. I would have loved to have some of my old hoes in there. Bust they ass. It was the best forty dollars. <laughs> the best forty dollars I've ever. Yes, spent. and like, they give you and dig this. They give you a being uh, full of shit. Yeah, and it was worth forty. Dig this. If you see something in the bin that you think is cute and you don't want to bust it up, they let you take it home yeah. for free. Yeah. 
No, yeah. and I mean like plates. They had nice ass. Um, yeah. what was that? A cake stand. It was yeah. nice, solid glass. I bust the fuck out of Me it, too. but it would have been nice. It was a big for somebody's glass house. Base. I, yeah, yeah, like I bust up some nice shit. Mm-hmm. I so, had a great time. Yeah. Um. So, um, every month that's what we're doing. That's what we did in October. So November nineteenth. I believe I'm pretty sure it's November 19th. Save the date. Um, next month in November, we're going to be talking about financial literacy. We got to get y'all together before Christmas because you know we know y'all gonna do what y'all do every year, overspending. So, you waiting on them taxes like a fucking yeah, fiend in January. Gotta, Listen, so you know we stop doing go. that shit. We're going straight to November. <laughs> So November is about this money management before you get into December and start letting your kids guilt trip you into buying them everything in the world that they're not going to play with. So Mm -hmm. we we going to, you know. So um, our November meetup is going to be something related to that. We got a a few things on the table. Stay tuned. We're going to let you know what it is. Um, But yes, save the date. November 19th is usually Saturday morning type. Yeah, we're only trying to keep you all forever. Right. We'll probably end up with some food and some libations afterwards. Brunch, morning, brunchish. That's what you plan for. But get ready for that. Also, um, if you are not in our private Facebook group, it's called The Golden Girls Yellow Heart, Pink Heart, Yellow Heart. Yeah. Like put the emojis in. Um, make sure you join. That is probably where you're going to get the most of the Golden Girls. That is where we talk the most junk. That's where we get real. We cry. We laugh. I didn't show all my business. It's a lot of things that happen in this group. Um, we be going it's, it's live, really a yeah. black woman thing. So we go live like um, you know, it's your girl Missy Missy. I know y'all love me or whatever. So I be doing coffee and Kahlua Period. every other Monday. So you know, we record um bi-weekly on Mondays. Mm-hmm. And then on that off Monday, your girl Missy Missy is gonna hit you Monday morning, top of the morning with some coffee and something extra in your coffee because I believe that you need to celebrate on Mondays because it's trash as fuck. Nobody likes them. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna make ourselves like the Mondays. And so it's at 9 30. I know you at work, but that don't mean you can't put your AirPod in and listen to my live mm-hmm. and comment. You know what I mean? You ain't gotta be talking. I'm probably gonna make you laugh because I'm funny as shit. But you ain't got to be talking. You can comment, put your AirPod in, and it might just make you not smack your co-worker the rest of the week. So tune in with me. And then Des, well, so has her live. Well, so your Monday, Tuesday. So we alternate weeks. Um, so everybody is bi-weekly with their lives. Um, so Tuesdays, even though it's the opposite Tuesday of Missy, um, is Brittany. She does That's a Wrap and yep. she talks about being a, what happens in her life after being a plus-size model like when the cameras go off. So she talks about her mental health and what it really means to be a plus-size model in the industry and how she has to grow mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, Wednesday is open. Thursday is me. So on Thursdays, I do lives. It's called Cheers to the Freaking Weekend. Yep. So um, I'm a firm believer of celebrating as much as possible because life has like, there's really no prizes. I mean, there are prizes, but Life is a journey. Like the whole, yep. like you win when you die. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. So, so yep. you yep. know, you win when you die. So um, I feel like you're just supposed to celebrate as much as possible. So you know how we got all of our our mental health, self-help, business guru people like prepare for Monday, Sunday nights, get it in. Yeah. Start the week off strong, blah, blah, blah. I agree. I just feel like start the weekend off strong. So yep. um, Thursday nights at nine o'clock, we start the weekend off strong. The kids right. are in bed by nine. Whatever the hell was going on with work is over. When they send you some shit tomorrow on Friday, you're just there. Yep. 
Yeah, um, we we don't work on Fridays the way we work on other days. I don't care what you're doing. Right, is. it's don't casual Friday. You ain't got to be doing all that extra care. dressing if unless they you email got something you to do afternoon. After. After 12 o'clock noon. noon, that is Monday's fucking problem. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So on um Friday, on Thursday, and you leaving at four. You got to leave before rush hour on Friday. Fuck um, that shit. You might leave at three. You okay. listen, um, if you come back from lunch, if you come back from lunch and don't okay. get it twisted, us work from home people, you better hope I come you on Friday. Hope I come. <laughs> But anyway, you better email me directly because oh maybe I'm not responding. That's why I can't stand myself. <laughs> if my manager is CC'd, I might get back to you. But other than that, and don't I say shit not. to me and I, I won't say shit to you. Like, hey, I'm going to get to it on Monday. Um, and so you get your wine or your champagne and then you get a little extra. Um, Pour your little, you know, get your little extra in there because it's Thursday. This is not Sunday. Extra. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we just cheers to the freaking weekend. We cheers to even though I'm going to be at soccer practice with my badass kids and at the little theater doing whatever the hell they got going on. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to make some time for myself because the weekend used to be a celebration. And damn it, we bringing it back. So I do that on Thursdays. KK is failed date Friday. She talked to us about all her dating life. Right. right. Y'all know KK always got something going on. You know, she's the baby of the group. And so, you know, she's um, intentionally dating. That's what she, she said to us. Yeah. She's intentionally dating. And you know my old ass. I'm like, okay, girl. Yes. And, <laughs> and then um, on Saturday is DJ. DJ is doing the rant room. So DJ has two babies under two. And so um, she is just tired. And she like, fuck them kids. and fuck She be needing a man to go the fuck off. And so she just needs to rant. So y'all going to get on Saturdays. Y'all going to get DJ's DJ. rant room. She going to go off. And so um, that's what we got going on. Make sure you in the group. We got some things. <laughs> it's going to be what on Saturday. Um, I believe she's 7.30 on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check. But I think DJ is 7.30 on Saturdays p.m. Make sure you stay tuned in to the private group and we make sure you yep, know. Yeah, yep. make sure um, you stay tuned and in. And if you want to, um, and for everyone who's not a part of the private group, uh, you can always go to goldengirlsgroup.org and follow the private group mm-hmm. from the homepage. Yep. And you can also subscribe. Uh, we'll be sending out monthly news- newsletters to let you know where the yeah. Golden Girls will be, what we're talking about, where the meetup is, and yep. what the theme is for the month. I also got one more thing because I'm a, I'm petty and I'm gonna say it because I'm gonna make it exist. On January 28th, <laughs> she don't give a fuck about nobody. Yeah, I don't so care just about nobody. <laughs> I'm selfish and I'm very yeah. Bad. We got some big coming up in January. Go ahead, this. I know January 28th we having a golden summit, so um it's time to bring all the ladies together. We are gonna do some some personal development, growing and building and just. The black women will be learning from other black women and we just going to share our stories and we just going to, you know, you know, well, this, we're going to retreat our lives It's sounding like it's going to be weed and shrooms involved. Is that, am I picking up on the wrong vibe? Yes. Oh, what is it going to be? Picking up what it, well, what side. is it? Because I was like, oh, okay, we about to be out this bitch, you know. I can't believe her. So no, um, it's going to be more, it, it's giving conference vibes, but, oh, but um, not that con- type of development. So like, yes. So conference vibes, but it's not going to be as big as the conference. So this will be VIP. This will be very exclusive. Um, I'm not bringing a whole bunch of Golden Girls together. Just the ones that's really trying to work on their shit. And if mm-hmm. you're not, you're not. So mm-hmm. new year, new you, new goals. Like we coming together. We going to vibe. We going to, we got my, we work with some, on some really amazing people being in the room. Yeah. We going to learn and grow together. Um, and I will tell you, God damn it, I'm speaking. So <laughs> I don't know about everybody else. <laughs> 
I'm working on other people, but Listen, God damn it, you want to come and see messy, me? Messy, messy, messy will be your correspondent throughout the event. So, you know, I'm going to be coming, talking shit and asking y'all stuff that's going to throw you completely off. But it's all in favor of see, personal development. She rolled her eyes as if we didn't already have this plan. She rolled her eyes like I was just talking outside Listen, of my ass. She that's, already know what that's her job how, That's be. how messy Missy segues, okay? that I be wanting to ask what I know they want to ask when you say things. I just be wanting to get it out for you. For I them. feel you. Um, so I'll be honest, y'all. We don't have um any of this as concrete as we uh, want to, but I just said I it think because, we got a lot of it planned. Well, we do. Though. You already got, got your job. But I'm manifesting it because, God damn it, it's going to happen. So um, that's why I told y'all today because when we say stuff to y'all, we, we end up doing it because we said it on the podcast yeah. so we can't just let it fly. Happy Halloween, Ashley. Happy Halloween. Um, KK said she needed a messy missy today because, child. Oh, KK, give me the tea. Okay. Give us the tea, KK. Well, speaking of messy missy, we get into messy missy's favorite part of the show. Oh now that the biz is, the bills is paid and we've talked about all the formalities and we've talked about Planned Parenthood and the coochies and we've talked about the meetups, now it's time to talk about the bullshit. So here we go. Oh, my God. You ready to talk about leaving these relationships this? I am. Um, I am. All right. So, boom. I am. We're getting into my favorite segment of the show called Gold or Bold. And this is when we take certain topics related to our monthly topic. And we say whether it's gold, good, or bold, bad. And we give a little discussion on why we think what we think, okay? Mm -hmm. um, so as you know, um, today we're talking about leaving relationships, Diz. I know. Um, are you a person? Is it hard for you to leave relationships? So, okay, so I'm a cancer. I don't know if it really got anything to do. I don't know if I believe in the signs, but baby, we be having some similarities. And so I'm a <laughs> cancer and we are emotional as hell, but we we cut some shit off. That's something that's something we do. Um mm -hmm. we be cutting people off. And so is it hard? It's hard for me emotionally. Like I really be in my feelings about it. Even when I do it, I be in my feelings about it. Okay. Will I do it? <laughs> Absolutely. But I definitely be in my feelings about it. You do you got a um do you have like a after the loss ritual? Like, do you like you know um, how some you know how some people like uh when they have to let a toxic person go or a relationship or a situation, it could be platonic or not platonic, yeah. you know. Some people like, yeah, I gotta drink this shit off. Some people like, yeah, yeah I gotta um, uh, you know, some people have a glow up after because they like I gotta stun on this person, you know. Everybody got something so they do depends. after. I don't have it for so it depends. Cause when I like it depends. Um, cause you know, I'm married, so I can't really let my husband go. Um, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, it gotta be something big. For right, that. right. Right. So for me, um, it really just depends on who it is, mm -hmm. but a lot of times, no, I mean, I just, um, I have to make, I just, I just have to put myself first. In, in some spaces. I got to put me first, Lucius. I do. I got to put me first. I do. Head I ass. Do. Head ass, for sure. <laughs> I do. And, it, and so it really don't even be like that. It just be, you know, I wish it worked. I really Man. do. But I'm one of them people. Um, I, now, I used to be a, a no, okay. So that that is um, lots of work with my therapist and lots of checking myself. And I'm still not really there because the other side will come out. Before that, though, I was I was stunned on you, bitch. Okay. So um, I wouldn't have to say anything. I'm just going to be better than you and everything. Mm. That, I mean, I mean yeah. And that ain't right either. That's not See, sustainable at all. But I mean, shit. I mean, if you if you a person that's, you know, that's going to be a boss either way, then it is sustainable. Yeah, that's just that's your true. why for the moment because yeah, you pissed. Absolutely. But um, so I'm going to make sure and I'm going to make sure you see it. 
Oh, me? I'm one of those people. Oh, I am lightly. I am such a bitch. I have to stone wall. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, I got to stick my chest out. You see what I'm saying? And act unaffected. Oh, I'm a big, yeah. I don't give a fucker. I am a big, I don't give a fucker. I, I give, and deep Bush. down, I give every fuck that I got, but I'm a every big, one. I don't give a fuck, unfazed. <laughs> like, you're not going to see me make a status about you. You're not going to see me acknowledge you. You're not going to see me call you, text you, nothing. It's going to be as if you've never existed. Now, I'm a Gemini. So I'm a, I don't give a fucker by day and a baller deep in my yeah. feelings at night okay i'm talking about i'm not even watching your stories like you're not gonna see me nowhere nowhere like I make I... Sure i'm not watching if i get to it i'm clicking off no you will not you might catch me on the first one because i'm one of them people you. oh bitch you gonna miss me pair you're going if to. you cared in the slightest bit if you enjoyed talking to me regularly in the slightest bit you're gonna miss me because bitch you're never yeah. talking to me again never that's the type of time i'll be on listen yep. just it's mad as hell it's <laughs> so bad <laughs> Cause I'm, I don't give a fuck. That's my favorite. That's my favorite lie to say. I be lying like I'm gonna be sick as a dog. I didn't even know it until one time my husband was talking to one of his friends, and I don't know. They was talking about some hypothetical situation, and his friend was like, "You already know that's gonna come straight with the I don't give a fuck, fuck all y'all." I was like, "Damn, that's just oh do I God. give that all? Y'all, I just, am I the drama? I'm not the drama. Am, exactly. Like, <laughs> Am I telling y'all I don't give a fuck? Like that's kind of bad. Like mm-hmm. damn, it's just but yeah. shit. I don't. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know how else to communicate that. Yeah, and see, for me, <laughs> we gonna get into it. But I'm just one of those people. I don't think I'm unreasonable. Like it's not that I don't give chances, mm-hmm. but I just feel like. A person who knows me and who loves me and cares about me knows those bright red lines. Like it's little shit you can do, but them bright red ones and the action itself, I swear the action itself doesn't have to be that big. But if what you communicate to me with what you did crosses Mm -hmm. them big, bright red lines. Everybody who knows me knows, yeah, you probably done for. So and it's going to kill her, but she going to do it. Those big, bright red lines. Are those like your deal breakers? Um, yeah, they are deal breakers. Um, but I don't think in a way that people like generally think about deal breakers, like sometimes, um, like people will say deal breakers is just like a specific action. Like if you cheat on me or if you post something about me after we argue or whatever the case may be, they have those. But for me, it's just like, if a person makes, it's really about how you made me feel with what you pull. Like, if I feel, um, like, if I just get that feeling, like, I don't, I don't know. But, you know, I, I have, and I, I think, I think because of my trauma, I just have certain, you know, like, certain triggers. Uh-huh. And that, you know that might are. be what it is. Sometimes I do. Like, most uh-huh. times I do. Like, I know, for me, um, abandonment is a real thing for me. And it's Uh not just as simple as just not coming where I want you to come or saying, no, I'm not childish. But when I really feel like you just really left me out to dry and hold me. Uh Yeah. You probably ain't got shit coming from Aisha no more. Like, and it don't have to be, um, it don't, it don't have to be malicious. It's just like, Oh, you can't be trusted in that way. I thought you could be, and you can't. So, even you know, mm-hmm. I'm just never gonna give you the opportunity again. That's what it is. You. That's what it is. Um, That's and that trauma. might be a little toxic. No, well, I, I don't. Okay, so I don't. 
I'm gonna read with the face. I'm gonna read what somebody said, and then I'm gonna say something. So the Facebook user said it's the principal, the counselor, and the janitor. Mm-hmm. I'm a principal person too. That's that's me too. That, that's me. I will die on the hill of principality, which is the problem. Mm-hmm. But I will die. I will die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looking you in your eyes. You yeah. Kill me. But anyway, they also said, nope, that's the action. The underlying message you communicated through the, through the action. Through the action. That's, that's the, the shit. shit. Okay, mm. so that's mm-hmm. what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. The underlying action is the thing. Um, but what I was gonna say is that I don't think it's necessarily top- toxic. So with trauma, what happens when? So the problem is, what happens with trauma is that your insides, your body, your mind, mm-hmm. all of it is working as hard as it can to make sure that never happens to you again. So it's really more like protection. Mm-hmm. And so I always think we look at trauma wrong because it's you trying to protect you. It's a great thing. It's just overprotective to the point mm-hmm. that it changes your ideas about how you feel about yourself and the world. And mm-hmm. so you gotta manage it like mm-hmm. it's like that big sister that you gotta like. Okay, 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 right, okay, right, okay, right, okay. right, like, right. Back up. Back up, back up. Like, right. you gotta push it to the side because it's working to protect you. It's just relentless. Because it's yeah, like, yeah, I, I see. It's I like, see, I'm I never, see. ever, ever gonna feel like that shit again, mm-hmm. which is true. But then it pushes you into other spaces where now you just, you know, the decision is happening without you even evaluating the real situation. Because it's mm-hmm. always, because now the, the, I guess fight or flight is making sure that emotion never comes back, mm. if that makes sense. That's why I'm happy I got a therapist in here because I listen. But I say that to y'all. My mean ass will lead I y'all astray. I don't apply any of that to my <laughs> own life. Because I will be like, block that bitch, cut that bitch, it's I'm over, burn say- all that shit down. Now, I'm left eye as fuck. What's good? I say, like, all, no. I say all that to say, I'm very bad at that. <laughs> <laughs> So I teach <laughs> the thing is the, the beautiful thing about therapy is that you can you can be a teacher and not live it because mm, mm-hmm. it's very easy to encourage people and yeah. help people. Oh baby, I'm bad at it. I my I'm bad at my relationships. I will cut you off. Yeah, for real. All right, so listen, we're gonna get into the gold balls because this getting saucy already, and I can't wait to like okay get specific. All right. So um, once again, y'all go to bows. I'm going to bring up a topic and we're talking about letting go of relationships. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'll bring up a topic and we're going to say whether it's gold, good or bold, bad. And we're going to talk about why. Mm-hmm. All right. So the first one. Um, now, you know how after like a relationship has ended, whether it be a friendship um, a romantic relationship, you might been like, fuck your favorite cousin, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people, so are you like, like, what do you think about people who destroy like memories after the fact? Like we broke up, I'm blocking you. I'm destroying everything you ever gave me. I'm deleting everything off Facebook. I'm deleting all the pictures on my phone. Like, is that you, you think that's gold or bold? I think it's bold. Um, only because, I mean, I'm a believer in the journey. Mm-hmm. And as much as I hate you, as horrible as the situation happened, you know, like I learned something from it, good, bad, mm-hmm. or ugly. And you were part of you was you were part of me building into who I am, even if that's somebody that's gonna shit on you. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna delete you from it. And if it's a gift, damn it, it's mine. Okay, period. <laughs> I'm not giving you anything back. The fuck? Period. <laughs> I remember being young and being a destroyer. Like, I'm... Fuck all this shit. I'm burning it. I'm tearing it up. You can have it back. Doing the most. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I find as an adult now, I'm not really that person, but I will tell you, mm-hmm. um, I will, I will get rid of things that I felt weren't genuine when you gave it to me. Like for instance, if we had a genuine friendship, like me and this person has been friends for years and that was like yeah. a genuine, like real friendship and um, we fall out over something. Um, that's one thing. But then it's another thing when you, when I feel like, like once everything is concluded, the shit was fake the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the emotion that I tied to it was fake and orchestrated. Them types of things I throw away just because personally, they kind of make me feel stupid. Like, you know what I mean? It it makes me feel like um I gave too much and I did too much. And I want those people that just do. I hate feeling like that. Like, yeah. I want those people that will get in a like a negative like pinwheel about that shit. Like mm-hmm. um, this person gave this gift to me and it wasn't because they gave it to me because they love me. They gave it to me because they was trying to throw me off the trail of some whole shit they was doing. Mm-hmm. That type of shit I'm getting rid of, like, because yeah. Yeah, the I energy on it, I can't fuck with. I ain't I gonna lie. Um, but if I felt like it was like a real genuine thing, even if like even if I was with a dude and then it ended because he cheated, that don't mean mm-hmm. the whole relationship was fake. But that's true. If I got a gift from you or something like that, and you was fucking my friend the whole time, yeah, yeah, bitch, yeah. It, it all gotta go. It all, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I, I it really depends on the person. And the situation and what the object is. Because like now, because if you give me a Rolex I'm on it. some fake shit, I'm not getting rid of it. No. <laughs> I'm not getting rid Yo, your Rolex was an apology for fucking my friend. I'm going to keep the Rolex, but. Fuck you and her. Bitch, fuck both of y'all. Period. Like, that's just what it um, is. And some shit I'm always going to throw away is like, um, like a card, like fuck yeah. a card. Um, I throw away cars of people I love. Like, <laughs> the cars gotta go. Mm-hmm. Oh, and another thing I'm always gonna keep of a motherfucker is like some basketball shorts or a t-shirt. Oh, I'm keeping that. That's apparel. I'm not getting rid of that. Pajamas. Yeah. But <laughs> always gonna keep that. Hoop shorts, jogging pants. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but all right, all right. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you don't destroy no more. I don't think I've ever destroyed Okay, I'm so I I am, used to be a destroyer. Young and emotional, no. Maisha was a destroyer. No, listen, I've been stone cold Steve Austin, or even when I was young. I, okay, you cheating on me? I just don't want you. Like I mm-hmm. remember a high school boyfriend. Like I never forget his face because I treated him like I had never met him before, and he didn't know why because I didn't even confront him on the shit that like he didn't know why I didn't tell him. I know you was fucking this motherfucker. Because, bitch, just, yes, you do know why. Exactly. But, you know, it's the Krabby Patty meme when you go, <gasps> you know, the yeah. crusty crap. You, you don't know what the fuck? Yep. Yeah. That's what, yeah. that's right. Listen, I will never forget that man face. I remember it so well. And I, mm. I remember acting like I did not know him. And he was so confused. Man. Listen, What's and I'm down for the acting like I don't know a motherfucker. But this. I'm sorry. Don't touch. This one little, this one little uh bitch of a nigga that I once knew, I ain't got no exes no more because I'm getting married. Whole fast deleted. But this one bitch of a nigga that I knew because <laughs> we broke up. He tried to start stalking me. Dog gave me a hard time. This was a hard time. And then I was working uh the door, 
at the club one time and this bitch had the nerve to walk in with his friend and I stared at that motherfucker down because I wish you would think you about to get in this club. You and your friends about to get embarrassed and bounce the fuck up out of here. I wish you would have had a motherfucking boss to walk up to me and ask me how much it is to get in this club. So I just looked at him and he was looking at me and I was looking dead at his ass and you better not speak because I don't know you but you also not getting in here. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> so I was listening. He was looking at me. I was looking at his motherfucking ass. His friend just looking like, oh, shit. Yeah, oh, shit. If you don't want to get embarrassed, you better get the fuck up out of here. Poor baby couldn't even go to the club. You wouldn't let him in. She said, not today. You ain't getting in this club. Man, listen. I... I got some stories about embarrassing some niggas if y'all want to hear them on another time. I might coffee and Kahlua that motherfucker. All right. <laughs> so Tune you, in, bro. subscribe. <laughs> but nah, um, all right. So we're gonna go to the next one. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about being being a destroyer mm-hmm. of memories. The next is um I might throw it away though. I'm well, I no, I just throw it away when I'm cleaning. I genuinely don't even Yeah, we giving a fuck. Mm-mm. All right, thugger. <laughs> I might burn. I mean, no, I might do a retreat and I'm looking for some shit to burn while I burn it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it don't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> he, I done exited this nigga out. It don't matter. Yeah. You know what's dramatic as fuck, though? This is, listen, if you do this, you, you a fucking sucker. When you, when you give them the shit back, you try to deliver the shit back, you, we can say, <laughs> no, you know, you That's know, the motherfucker hit you with the, the motherfucker hit you with the. Here go all your stuff, or here's everything you ever bought me. I I just can't stand to look at it anymore. Suck my dick with your weak ass. No, exactly. ain't no hell marys. Get the fuck on, bitch. I'm straight. Exactly. <laughs> Do y'all go get y'all shit from motherfuckers? No, me either. You can have all no. that shit. I don't give a fuck what I you don't do with know it. You. I don't, what? That's not mine. It can't be my stuff over there. I've never met you before. A day in my life. I don't know. You're, I don't know. You want to come get your stuff? And then they keep texting you, I still got your stuff over here. Come get this shit, bro, before I throw it away. Come get this shit. Boy. I don't give a fuck what you do with it. No. It had to be something very expensive or very sentimental. For me I'd have go. left with that shit when I left. Exactly. I'm not going back to get nothing. Exactly. <laughs> if I left without it, I must can live without it. Buy you and that shit. The Ashley fuck? said, keep that shit. Erase my existence. Okay. okay Ashley, keep I don't that give shit. a fuck. Wipe your ass with it. Don't care, Jamie bro. Said, Hell no, I don't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about nothing you think you got. Because <laughs> I will buy it again. Whatever okay. it is in the world. I'm just the last thing though. There's one time I did leave a pair of jeans that I did fucking miss one time. I was like, damn. I know it'd be like that. I was like, damn, because there go them jeans right there in that picture. And I mean, you want the shit, but you ain't going to get I, it. And I ain't found no <laughs> jeans to make my booty look like that no more. Yeah. It's okay. I'm just saying, you know, I was like, damn, I could why I ain't get them jeans. Mm-hmm. But you know, whatever. All right, so um <laughs> now let's talk about family. Because these motherfuckers sometimes is the worst motherfuckers. And them motherfuckers sometimes the first niggas you need to let go. Sometimes. Okay. Okay. Um, But I think, you know, some people think it's different. Some people really have trouble severing ties with family members just based off the fact that they family members or um, let their family members get away with certain shit. And, um, I don't know. Go to Bo. Do you think do you think it's 
toxic to cut your family members off? Like, is it a good thing or a bad thing to cut off your family members? Like, just cut them off. <laughs> talking to me? Yeah, nigga. It's only one other <laughs> motherfucker on the show. <laughs> Do I think it's toxic to cut family members? Gold or bow, no. cutting off family members. That's the question, technically. <laughs> it's gold. Um, and so, 24 karat like a motherfucker. 24 karat gold, okay? Um... And now, of course, it all depends on things. Um, but um, I, I'm even going to go for it. I am the cousin who cut people. <laughs> I'm the cousin who come to the event and don't talk to certain people. And I know it'd be like, I know that's, I don't know. I really don't care how y'all feel about it. But um, I just have some uh, non-negotiables. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. I. Okay, you be I, seeing you be seeing them at family functions. Don't what you be doing when you be seeing them. I act like they're not there. Okay, they act like I'm not here. It ain't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. It's not that. I mean, I, now don't get me wrong. It does. You know what I'm saying? It hurts your feelings. You know, they're your cousin. They yeah. your, they your family. They your they your. You be aunt, snapping yo. at the family function because I go off on I, everybody in that bitch. I don't give a um, fuck. Um, so I only snap. <laughs> I only snap when it's absolutely positive and necessary. I haven't snapped in a long time. I will snap at my own shit, though. Because yeah, it's mine. Yeah, um, yeah. So I have, like, turned my own birthday party out before. Um, it is what it is. But I I will say, though, I, I will admit that I also wasn't in a space to be able to handle my emotions as much as I thought I was. Mm. And so now I just don't talk to them. Like, mm-hmm, it just... And I don't mm-hmm. really... You know, I definitely feel some type of way. Um, And, I mean, just being honest, I had some... I, I just got some non-negotiables and on top of non-negotiables, like you just got to be honest about for a while. I ignored how people felt about me or mm. like, you know what I mean? And it's through actions. It's or through what you actions. was feeling like you, you knew yeah. what you knew they um, felt about you. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's we, we all are aware of the little things that yeah. there are things that rattle your gut. There are yeah. things that rattle your spirit. There are things that's like, did she mean that or was that you it, know, it it catch you? You, you be you like leave it with the I'm dramatic, I'm being dramatic, or I'm you know what I'm saying? You always pet yourself back down. Mm-hmm. I'm done with that shit. I can feel it. And yeah. you don't even petting it down, don't you know? So um I mean, I don't even I, I don't care. So at this point, like I have a cousin that I have not talked to in like years, mm-hmm. a long time or whatever. Um and we had a really unfortunate situation. It wasn't even all her fault, but she basically responded by putting her hands on me. And I just don't mm-hmm. play that shit. Mm-hmm. And in the in the time, I even made the choice not to necessarily fight her back. Like, I got yeah. her off me, but... It's, it's always different that. when you... you know it, it's saying? Like, physical altercations with family is different because yeah. it's like, okay, you hit me. And so, um, like, my nervous system is about to respond in a certain way. Yeah. And so, being in a position where, like, you feel threatened, like real deal, physical, you know, danger, mm-hmm. regardless if they got hands for real or not. You know what I'm saying? Like real deal, physical yeah, danger. And then having to use your mind to tell your body to not yeah. protect yourself yeah. from a motherfucker putting their hands on you. Yeah. It was a um... man. Listen, that is a position to be in. That yeah. is a position. Yeah. So I did. I made. I, I basically I got her off me, but I just didn't. Right, like I right. was, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and mainly because I'm like, this is just ain't what. This, it's just not my expectation. Right, family. right, right. Like I'm not. Um, and so 
afterwards, it just so for me, the action of that is isn't even necessarily that big a problem. That is a non-negotiable for me. Like if we are in a friendship, relationship, any type of ship ship, don't put your motherfucking hands on me. Why would right, you? Like right. it just don't make sense. Um, and I mean that specifically for real, for real, for my you know, yeah, female ships. Like if, yeah. I'm, if we're fighting, like why would it ever get to that level? Especially yeah, at this at this point at in this our age. life. I'll do that shit at you know, well, yeah. I won't do it at all, but I can understand it. A long, t- you know, but I, no, I'm just not. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and to be honest, with this particular situation, that that is a bottom line, and that is not negotiable. But even after, um, there has to be some show of remorse. It got to be mm-hmm. some show of learning and growing, regret. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like need to fix. And it just wasn't at the time. Now it's been years. I'm sure that she feels that way, but she's stubborn and stuff now. And I'm not really even, I'm not even pressed or I don't have any beef. I just had to make a decision. And I said this to a lot of my family. Like, I just can't have somebody in my life who thinks it's okay to put their hands on me. Yeah. Because it's not. And there's no, I don't, I'm not allowing that from nobody. Right, right, right. And I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't even know where I don't think that comes from nowhere crazy. I think that's just some real ass shit. Yeah. And so, um, and I'm not, I'm not even that person. Like, I don't even move like that. I don't even be, I just, I don't even, yeah. I don't be getting into situations where people need to put their hands on me. Right. Like, I just right. That person. Right. So I'm not about to start that shit. And I'm not giving you the okay because you're my family. So yeah. um, yeah, that's why I was kind of cringing wanting to talk about this subject because I didn't want to talk about it. But the truth is, I have no beef. I'm very proud of her, low-key. Like, mm-hmm. she's grown up. She's gotten her shit together. She's done some amazing things, which she always was going to. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? She not half-stepping. Like, you know, she related to me. Period. But, right. <laughs> the blood is the blood, but you bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the blood is the blood, okay? She's a bad bitch, but she just, right, can't, she right, just right. can't be by me. So I wish her the best. I definitely do. And maybe one day we'll be able to talk. I'm just... It ain't much... Mm-hmm. I got to say but you know who knows but do I think that it should happen yes um because from that there was a lot of other things that I learned there was a lot of subtle things that I had that erased once certain mm-hmm. relationships erased um and so the truth of the matter is people who really give a fuck about you just ain't gonna move like that so you gotta set yep. the boundaries and make people yeah that just taught me that I gotta make people give a fuck and that's, that's a, you know, and so, so the weird thing to me is because everybody is, you know, in every other in every other realm, the the people closest to you, you hold them to a higher standard than everybody else. Mm-hmm. That's every other realm. But for some reason, family think they can act a complete ass mm-hmm. and don't have to up up live to no standards or nothing. Yeah. And like the thing and the truth yeah. of the matter is when you like, for instance, when you're in a romantic relationship, that mm-hmm. person is the closest thing to you. Yeah. So you expect them to hold you to like a certain regard and move yeah. a certain type of way yeah. to the point where if they do fuck up, you will give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, so yeah. like they have to move with yep, that yep, level yep, yep. of consideration. Yep. So also real quick, what I also learned is that I'm really big on the communication after I need specific apologies. I need like, I need us to go through and discuss what happened? Why happened? Like, I, I need that. And if I don't mm-hmm. get that, I don't take it as a full mm-hmm. effort. Like, yeah. like I, I, I need us to face the hard stuff because yep. that shit can never happen again. Yeah. And so um, I can't. The other side of that is that it was almost expected that 
you know, I kind of just let mm-hmm. it ride. And I hate to say it, but I'm dying on this hill because I'm not doing that. Like, I swear. need the communication. Like, yeah. I, my feelings are going to be acknowledged. Right. You know right. what I mean? Especially if I had the restraint not to engage so, but, in, you yeah. in that space. Like, yeah. the, if nothing else, my feelings will be acknowledged. And if they not, that's cool. But I only fuck with people who do because I got a lot of other people who do. Right. So it ain't no hard feelings. It's just, okay, you don't want to bring that to the relationship. You don't have to. Yeah. There but I want to deal with people who do. And being my family don't mean nothing. Because the crazy thing is, is like, so your family, and this is what's always baffling to me on why family, like when family act the ass, because so you're my family. You've seen me at every stage of life. You know the deepest, darkest things that no one else would know. And you have that privilege simply because we're blood. Mm-hmm. You know where we come from. Yep. You know the history. You literally know everything. Yeah. And then for you to think that you can just completely ignore my triggers when you know they're there and why they're there. Mm-hmm. And for you to um, and also be able to trigger me in a way that nobody else can. Mm-hmm. And you weaponize that and mm-hmm. then got the nerve to not apologize, not acknowledge, not do nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you the first motherfucker I'm cutting off yeah. before anybody else. Because don't nobody power. owe me that before you. Yep. And you got the most power over me because of that. Oh, no. Like, yep. nigga, that's that's not doing it. Yeah. Like that shit is like you. You know how drug dealers and snitching on each other is like, yeah, that's yeah. no. Nah. Yep. That's going to get you cut off because especially when I fig- feel like you family. And you know the deepest triggers, and you poke at them mm-hmm. like you just playing in my wounds. Yep. Don't play with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's mm-hmm. like, and then once again, you in that position where I, I'm not interested in smacking the shit out of you. That's not gonna do me no good. Nope. And then, and then you got other, and then it always get messy because you got other family members who get in it and take sides. So not only am I beefing with you, your mama got something to say, your sister got something to say, but then y'all don't went below the belt on me. Now, if I dare do the same shit to you. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then don't let me do it better than you or don't let your house be a little more fucking glass than mine because I'm usually the ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go cut their ass off. Cut their motherfucking ass. Bye. Um, we got to be more accountable to our yeah. family, bro. And we got to be nicer and sweeter and more understanding to the people that share blood with us. That's where it starts. Like, you walking around purposefully triggering the people, like, closest to you. Well, I, I hate to see how you treat anybody the fuck else. Yeah. Nah, I'm good on that. I think it's... I think it's um. I really think it's being open to your family members that are doing different things or that or that are just trying, you know, yep. just in different spaces or just being open. Like, cause my thing, like you said, cause I got a big ass. So my family's huge. Mm-hmm. I got a big ass family. It's a whole bunch of people that look just like me. There's no question if we're around each other, it's very clear. Um, and so, and it's a ton of us. My grandparents have 10 kids who um who nine of them have kids. And most of them have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like we fill up a church basement like mm-hmm. that, you know, that family like we do. We all at the same church. We do all of that type of shit. Mm-hmm. And they do the pick sides. They do the the judgment. The, and they don't know it. You know, it ain't even on purpose, but it's there. And like that 
that matters. And so recently, like very, very recently, um, my husband, who was not a blood family member, was just fed up and spoke up in some ways that I didn't even know. He didn't even tell me. Um, well, he okay. family, he family. Oh, baby, he opened his mouth and he he said some things to some people. <laughs> mm. I, you just got. I. It's a blessing. You just gotta go. Like I'm grateful mm. that somebody gives a fuck that much about mm-hmm. me because he was like, you know what, y'all ain't about to play my wife. Y'all got her fucked up, um, pretty much. And so he spoke up and said some things. And I had an aunt speak to me what two weeks ago for the first time in five years. Mm-hmm. And I was like. What am I supposed to do with this? Right. Like, God, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I was nice and pleasant. I spoke back. I didn't say nothing. But like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. Thank you. Right. Weird. Mm-hmm. You don't find that suspicious. You don't find that suspicious. The problem is I forget we had the sound. That's suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. I, I, it's just, you know, and even then I'm sitting here like, yeah, but there's we're not going to have a conversation about the last five years. Right. Or um, what is that about? And see, family, even family is weird because you know I'm getting married, right? Yeah. Do everybody else really not not communicate? Yeah, yeah. Like legit, like (laughs) legit. Um, I've graduated three motherfucking times. Oh my god. I've graduated three motherfucking times. <laughs> Everybody know my parents was addicts. Everybody know I was I was raised by my grandma. Everybody know my grandma was raising me by herself. Everybody know all of this, right? I didn't have a whole bunch of outside of the family that I always got. I didn't have no motherfuckers showing out for me. Wasn't nobody sending me no gifts to help me move. Wasn't nobody sending me shit. Didn't didn't nobody have shit to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting married now, and everybody think they supposed to be at my shit. Oh, baby, where the fuck y'all been? Where y'all been? Do you know the type of shit was going on? Daddy done died, all kinds of shit. Where the fuck y'all been? But now everybody want to be at the wedding, being fucking nosy. Like it's Wait just crazy. Day. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I mean. I understand blood is supposed to mean something, but like if, if if the actions and the care and the actual love don't come with it, you can kiss my you can kiss my ass with that shit. I really don't care. Um, folks think time time past equals an apology, like my memory broke or something. Period. It don't make and no even sense. if I don't remember your exact words or your exact movements or emotions, I'm always gonna remember how you made me feel. Every time. Yep. And so the th- I don't have to have no fucking explanation or none mm-hmm. of that because you knew what you was doing when you did it. And mm-hmm. the only time you're going to try to equivocate that shit with logic mm-hmm. is when you know you did it on purpose mm-hmm. and you're trying to nitpick because you want to make me seem crazy. Nigga, mm-hmm. no, nah, you knew what the fuck you was doing. You know you was on some whole shit. That's why all that time has passed. Yep. Because you thought I forgot. No, nah, nigga, I, I ain't forgotten. I'm not going to forget. Yep. yep. So, yeah, yep. we got to do better with our family, bro. Y'all... Cause some of y'all are trash. So I will say this, and and um, for a while it irritated me that my husband got people to move the way that he did. Cause it's like, damn, I literally been saying the same sentence for years. But whatever. Um, I did get some apologies. This last time I went home, did I, they I feel a, genuine? Um, yes, because of what they were for. So they were specifically mm-hmm. about the fact that I said. So my family gets together a lot too. Now I don't live in the same place that they do, so I don't be at ninety nine percent of the stuff. But I do have the capability. Why well, did? Um, I, I can't believe I'm about to have a job. Uh, I had the <laughs> capability to come to go whenever I wanted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a couple of apologies. You know, so I don't know if speaking up 
helps. I don't know if bringing in third parties help. I do mm. know as a therapist, I think they do. Mm. Um, I think group family sessions matter, shit like that. But um, I specifically got apologies about like, you know, I'm really sorry that you just felt like you weren't included and we got to do better. And mm. actions have come in place for that. And so I do appreciate that. But that only happened because we had an outside person who was my husband basically came in. Yeah. Which I don't know if I like that or not. Like it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's kind of yeah. It's still like, you still ain't listening to me, but I but I guess but I do appreciate the effort. Yeah. So what I'm learning is to appreciate the effort, like just steps. You know what I mean? Now that that happened, maybe I can communicate somewhere. I don't know. I'm trying. I right, just, right. I'm not about to. I I can't stay buckled down in the negativity of it either. Yeah, and you know, you know, so and it's like each apology has to be taken, you know, for its bitch, own, you know, so. exactly for its own individual merit, and that's 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 regardless. But um, time does not equal an apology. Mm-mm. Like you know that that works as if I, you know, I spilled coffee on your shirt or some shit. Like Hell in yeah. real life, if I did something that felt intentional and that was hurtful, nigga, no, nah, you gotta own up to that shit, yeah. or I'm straight on you. I yeah. mean, you don't have to, but just know I'm good on you. Yeah. Period. Um, so now let's move to the romance portion okay, of it. Okay, um, good. I thought you was going to the other one. Nope. Good. So the romance portion of it. Um, this one is always interesting to me because, well, actually, this is the go to bow. Do do you think the concept of right person, wrong time, like, is it? Do you think that exists? Like, do you think that's the thing? Like, is it go to bow? Like, do you believe in it? I used to, but no, I don't. I don't think it. I don't either. I, I, now, I used to be a strong believer of it, I swear to God, but I don't. Because that's just not how shit works. <laughs> that's okay. So let me tell you why. Like, um, and it might be because I'm married now. So fair. that it could be because, and it could be because you're about to be married. So fair. But after finding my person, hindsight, I, so. I guess, yeah. I don't. And like, it. I'm not dead, but I believe the right people are with you at the right time. For the right reasons. Now, whether they're the reasons you want to accept or not, right. whether they're the reasons that you like, and whether they're the lessons that you thought you was gonna learn with them, absolutely have you have no control over. Yeah. Um, you might get an amazing ass person, and that might show you qualities of who you will get in the future. But if it ain't the right time, then it just ain't the right person. Cause that ain't the time you or if it's supposed to happen, it'll come back. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, but it the the amount of the chances of it coming back. In my opinion, yeah, like, um, and and I could be wrong. Um, I could be wrong, and this is based on my limited experience and what I've seen with people, you know, on my own observations. I've rarely seen shit come back around, and it actually worked. Yep. Usually, the comeback around is just to see: did you fucking learn the first time, or do I gotta? Yes. Or do you gotta find out the stove is fucking hot again? Yep. I personally you have really never over JJ take you there again, girl. Man, listen, and yeah. this is a hill I will die on. I personally have never seen or heard outside of a movie mm-hmm. right person wrong time. Because mm-hmm. truth be told is this. You see an opportunity and you are in arm's length to get it and you don't reach your arm out. It wasn't fucking yours. Yeah. And it's that simple. You didn't want it. Mm-hmm. So a person who don't want me ain't the right motherfucker. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially 
especially if I'm the one reaching for you and you ain't reaching back and you giving me excuses. So I'm leaning over this cliff and I'm getting excuses back. Yeah. Mm. No, <laughs> I just, um, I just, I just don't believe it. Um, like, no, no. I'm a, I'm a dozen. What do you mean? I mean, like, I'm not a dime a dozen. You, oh, I'm you like think, that's what I'm about to say. Like, you think, oh, oh, you thought this was coming around twice. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. Yeah. Wrong person. Yep. Because the right person would never think that they're going to come across me twice. So. Nigga, uh, never. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, I met my husband young, right? Mm-hmm. Real young. We was 19. Like, mm-hmm. young as shit. On two different sides of the state. You know what I mean? Like, he over mm-hmm. here, I'm over here. Nothing serious type shit or whatever. Very, un, you know, very clear of the stakes of right. what's happening. Like, right. Um, but at the time, I was like, I had just got done talking to a different guy. Um, and we, he had cheated and did a bunch. My bad, y'all. He had cheated and did a bunch of shit and all of that. Um, and he was really just kind of letting it ride. Like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, we young, I'm trying to da 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 And I'm like, right. listen, bet, whatever. But my husband was not, at the time he wasn't my husband. He was a 19-year-old frat boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All some bullshit. That's why I gave him the wrong number when I met him, because I ain't trust him either. Um, <laughs> like, literally gave him the wrong number. He pulled up on me on some shit, like, damn, like, forced me. But even that, like, mm-hmm. when I say intent, like, I gave him yep. the wrong number, and he found me later, and pulled up on me on some ang- like if it's the right nigga, time, why do I have the, the right number? The, I mean, like, if it's the right person, they're not gonna let you pass. And he bro. didn't. He was like, "You re- like, I'm trying." Well, first he first he yep. he tried to he um, asked my number in front of me, and I gave him the wrong number. He called in my face, mm-hmm. and when it didn't go through, he like, and I so I had to give him the right number. Then I'm walking home from the party to walk into my dorm. He calls me. I got my little flip phone. I look at it. I'm like. Pfft. That's that nigga on some whole shit. Flip down, put my phone in my pocket, and the car pulls up on the side of me like, damn, really? And so at the time, I was like, dang, he a stalker. Right. Which is a little bit of stalkerish, but it just kind of worked out that way. Um, But what I didn't know at the time, like, that's they was also doing that intention. in the video. They was doing that in the videos at that they time. Was. They was and chasing the bitch down, so like he thought that. he was cool. I'm talking he about rolled down the window <laughs> shit. It was real, you know, it was real video right i don't know your name but excuse me miss i saw you from across the room it was real video this motherfucker and you know i'm making me want to say i'm cynical as hell i don't play that shit i'm like nigga get the fuck on you trying to fuck gone swear like i wasn't i'm real Mm -hmm. and he didn't he took he said he had to go like he like dang we can't come stay with you we got to drive all the way back to northwood you do goodbye the crazy thing is is that because the crazy thing i hear this right person wrong time shit all the time i don't think so and the thing is is that what I found, well, you know, in the experience that I have right now, I can only talk about what I yeah. know. Yep. When it's the right person, mm-hmm. they're going to be on it so hard, it's going to be a little scary. Mm-hmm. You're not going to have to question. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be so, like, literally, me and Jay first date, the second day of, like, our first weekend chilling together, because we met online, so y'all know how that shit go. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't, but... <laughs> the right know. person will not let you pass, bro. See? <laughs> At all. At I'll all. be dropping some wisdom. It just be, you know, with some Detroit stank on it. But nah, mm-hmm. uh... I had I I was dealing I I had a sim I well not a similar situation I just ended a situation that I 
In hindsight, I shouldn't have been in anyway. It was just yeah, timing. I was just in a rush trying to force it, you know. Yeah. Stupid shit. Because sometimes you not ready. Man, listen, I'm, we'll, get, we'll circle back to that. Um, But anyway, so I was, you know, dating. I was prepared to go into another whole phase. I had been single for a long time. So, you know, they was happening. I would go in and out of these phases. <laughs> but regardless, um, I met Jay and... Very early on, like I think the second day of us hanging out, he was like, yeah, you might as well go ahead and cut them other niggas off. Yep. <laughs> I, look at me. I'm like, oh, I met this nigga online. He crazy as fuck. Yep. Yeah. I done gave him That's a little trauma. I done gave dog a little taste of it and he on his bullshit. I got yep. it. But no. But yep. for real, um, that's the thing. When, when it's really meant for you and it's the right person at the right time, it's going to be so... It's going to be so like, yeah, it's it's literally going to be standing. It's going to be like, you know how you take yeah. a sobriety test and the officer waves that flashlight in your light. I mean, mm-hmm. your eye. Yeah. You're not going to be able to miss that. No, shit. you're not. It's going to be like, it's, you're not. Do, you're not going to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yep. that's it. Like dead ass. Like now nah, you got to manage your trauma along the way. Hell, hell yeah. And that's, and that's your own. Fuck it. Up. And that's your own okay. personal responsibility because you can fuck it but up. But I will. But I will tell you though. But I will even then, it's in your face. The right person though, and this is the thing: the right person, you can be on your healing journey. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like everything doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be delivered and born again and all of no. that. Mm-mm. The thing is, the right person will be able to be patient enough to allow you to have your journey and understand the merit in it. So it's not necessarily just having to be completely healed before you no. meet another person. It's about a person who does not disrupt your healing. Yep. Because yep. you're going to get re-traumatized a lot of times about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to heal from a lot of shit while you're with somebody, while you're not with somebody. And a lot of that healing journey is on your own, regardless of if you attach to another person. And so I feel like the right person, even if you're going through your trauma yeah. and your healing and all of that, um, they see it as doable. They see it as doable. And that matters. They see it as doable. And it's not for you to tell that person yeah. what they think is doable. Yeah. It's for them to see your scars and be like, oh, that ain't that bad. Cool, give me that band-aid. I got this. Now, this. what's important is that you, know you are that person. You're that person for them as well. Exactly. That's what you have exactly. to be able to see their and trauma so, and see it as doable. And that's how, like, and I think, um, but you do. Because if it's the right person, you like, he tripping. This ain't even that big of a deal. Like, You'd be like, this ain't even that big of a deal. Okay, we got a comment. Um, it says, question. You gotta blow oh. it up because I'm blind. Yep. Question. Um, oh, does fumbling a good thing count as like wrong time though? Are you saying like does that count as right person, wrong time? Um, no, I think that's wrong person. I think that's wrong person. I think somebody like <clears throat> Oh, you saying the person who got fumbled was the right person? No, that they wasn't yours. If you fumble, like fumbling a person, I don't oh, like think, if the other person fumbled you. No, like if you if you fumble if you them. fumble that person, was that the no, right that person? Was your that, that was your lesson. That wasn't no. that wasn't that wasn't your person. That, that was letting you. So you get you fell that deep. You know what I mean? You got you got into it. You it was that it was that close. But you needed to learn what it felt like to lose it so that when the right person mm-hmm. comes, you don't. And like, sometimes, you know. and you also need to know what almost feels like. Hell yes. The skin of your chin. chin, chin. The devil it. will hit you with the almost. Boo. 
Ah. Boo, cause that the rebounds worse. Them rebounds always look like almost nigga. Yeah. Oh, I just got my I just got hole, and this is the nigga I knew he was coming. Nope. That wasn't him either. Almost will fuck you over. Oh, listen, mm-hmm. the almost be the ones you mm-hmm. them them be the ones that get they let they get left eyed, they get their shit burnt up. Yes. Them be yes. them be the ones yep. thinking yep. you tried it. Well, I think and, and and you need to almost lose a motherfucker too, or lose them. The, I, I think both. Yeah, because almost losing them is almost more traumatic than losing. Cause yeah, because you, you're with them, so you almost like every day you working to but stay. And, but and you, you know, stay around and see the damage you cause. That's the tea. That is okay. That's a discussion. That's a discussion. That's a when discussion. you when that person don't leave you. Yeah, but you see them not trusting you, and yeah. you see them fighting with themselves it's because they don't anything. they don't believe what just came out your fucking mouth. And when you oh yeah, you gotta feel that. You gotta feel that because that's hard. That that's that's hard. You need to feel it when you the one beating the motherfucker down, and you need to know what it feel like to get beaten down. So like when you out here and the motherfucker trying to get you to cheat on your man. But you remember, damn, you know what? I fucked up with that one dude because after I cheated, he still forgave me, but we never got back to where we was. And mm-hmm. this nigga, I really love this nigga, so I probably should just go the fuck home. Yep. That's where you learn that at. Yep. Watching a yep. motherfucker cry because of what you did and they hate you and they still want you to comfort them. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. Nigga, listen, don't it get is. me started. It is. Mm. It definitely is. Um. All right, so this one. But a person that stay with you in that space, pay attention. Pay attention. But why they stand with you is also a thing too. Yes. Why they stand with you is also now, a thing too. If this because there gotta be some healing after this. After these yeah, because mistakes. because sometimes you when that person stay and you realize what they willing to put themselves through just to have a motherfucking land next to them and not you, just a yes. motherfucker. Okay. Because you've shown you don't this deserve it. It ain't gotta be about you. Baby. It's not about them. It gotta, be, it gotta be about that they specifically want you. They learned in that situation that you are the, they gonna spend their whole life chasing your motherfucking ass because it's you. And like, I know it haunts motherfuckers when they know they got a motherfucker chasing them and they know they're not worthy to be chased. Mm-hmm. But how do I tell them that? I didn't cheated on them they don't leave mm-hmm. i done did this they don't leave i done did this they don't leave mm-hmm. so now i still got to be the villain again and break up with you after you stay with me for doing you dirty six seven times it's the dynamics be crazy but that's that's communication because if that's the case you just don't want to be with a person and you don't have to have a reason to stay with a person right or, or leave you don't have right. to have a reason to leave either right but so you know that's, that's a hard know. concept to swallow when you the one who fucked up because now you feel you know especially yeah. if you care about the person you fucked over you know um, it's hard to know what's what's worse. I still, I still would prefer. Um, I, I still would prefer. Tell me, goddamn it! Hell, like I need direct. Hell yeah! Yep, go through, come through, like yep. that. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, so um, so we got some extra comments that's in the studio. Oh yeah, okay. That if you wanna you wanna introduce yeah in studio comments? okay y'all so we got some in studio guests here um and they they my homegirls um they're here because I'm getting married on Thursday so they came to the bachelorette weekend festivities and um because I love them so much and they my dogs I got them at Golden Studios because I want them to see what I do up close they live out of town so they don't usually get to see a live show so I invited my girls up here to chill with us and watch how the production of the show goes and so um. I guess the topic is juicy because my homegirl, her name is Dominique. She got something to say about the topic. Okay, so Dominique, um, 
Turn Hello, flipping around. Yep. Hello, friends. Okay, yes. Dominique. So you had a comment for us. What's up? I did. So I feel like you and Destiny touched on a couple really good things that I want to tie together just a little bit. Okay. I love full circles. Okay. Okay, <laughs> okay circles. I me too. It's very easy to um, kind of venture off in all the toxic ways you can fumble somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're 30, 20s with some shit. Yep. And this verbiage that we're using now in this conversation comes from some of those lessons. And I say that to say a lot of times you fumble something, not because you really mean to, but mm-hmm. not because you didn't have the tools. You didn't mm-hmm. have the tools in your toolkit to be able to work through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I wanted to touch on the, the innocent ways you can fumble somebody just because you'll be like, like you said, that almost will fuck you up. Mm -hmm. damn I had it it was in my hands and I lost it but the reason I asked the question um could fumbling somebody count as right person wrong time because it's like listen no because that was your lesson yeah like Mm yeah you know that still counts as even though it was great and I may have been the one around yep. it. That still doesn't mean mm-hmm. that that was the best you yeah. gonna get. Because if it, like if you fumbled it, it's kind of like okay, damn, the pass was for me, and I had the ball in my hand, and I fucking fumbled it, and it's only because I didn't have X, Y, and Z. Okay, so now that you know that, are you gonna go get the tools, or yeah. are you gonna keep dropping balls, or you probably got the tool, got some of the tools through this experience? Like we also yep. gotta know that tools are developed through what happens. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you start looking back like, damn, I should have been more communicative. Damn, I should have said something right then. Like, oh, that. Right. He did tell me he needed that support in that space. I guess I didn't take it serious. So I got to yep. start listening to yep. people more. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to I got to start listening to what's happening and start, you know what I yep. mean? Like, or I get out of my own head or not be yep. so selfish or, or even, you it's know, a bunch I, of things, I you know, because that's some inside work, too. Like, I know I fumbled. I've fumbled things before. Because I didn't think I deserved them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just legit. I'm like, something has to be wrong with it. Oh, yeah. Because. Yeah, yeah, it's just not. Yeah. I, and so I fumbled it before. But I, I'm a true believer that God had to teach me that I deserved it. And so a way of learning that you deserve it is losing it. Yep. Because you had it. And then when you lose it, it's such a big hole. It's like. Oh, wait, wow. that was for me. Yeah. It was made for me. It was built for me. That was for me. Well, a person like me, mm-hmm. you know, because that that specific or thing I could have or but... things could have been better had I cherished it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, yep. I don't even necessarily believe in better. I mean, it's just what it is like. Yeah, we we. I, and I do, I, I do think that we can judge on a scale of what's better or worse. We yeah. can judge ourselves. We can assess ourselves and always be better. I do agree. Um, but then I, there's a line to that, though. Yeah, because it could have, you know, it might work for the better in the end. It just, you know, doesn't yeah. feel better and it right could have been better, but it could have been worse. Who knows? Right. Like, it's just, right. you really don't, don't know. know. Right. We're talking about situations that are hypothetical, and it was good in that space, but something could have happened the next day and flipped that shit on his head. Yep. And yeah, he was great in that moment. But how do he deal with when your mom is sick and he got to help you in yep. that space? How do he deal with having to take over fully financially, depending on what needs to happen? Mm-hmm. How do he deal with you having to take over fully financially if shit needs to happen? Yep. How do he deal with somebody in his family doing something wrong or something disrespectful to you and having to be in the middle? Like there's things. How do he, how is he as a parent? Right. What is his parenting skills like? 
yes, he worked as far as we made it into that relationship, but there had Who to knows, be some, right? we don't know. There had to be, maybe I'm being protected. Like, right. we don't know what his future looks like either. Maybe he mm. develops an alcoholism habit later. Like, yep. I mean, I hate to say that, but you know what I'm saying? No, we no, really that's real shit. Know, like, what if his dick stop working? What if his dick stop working? <laughs> Legit. Like, you really don't know. Like, you know, and you also don't know the woman that you're on track to become. Right. Because you think you do. And what you if your pussy you end up dry? Plan. Or just, I'm just <laughs> or just you become attracted to different things. Yep. There yep. was a guy that I just knew was going to be my motherfucking man mm. for my whole goddamn life. And it ended up, it was a fun, it, I don't know, I won't even say he fumbled me, he just kind of ghosted it was a whole thing i really didn't have um any type of explanation as to what it was like i really just kind of felt some type of way but i ended up figuring out very soon not not that long after that he just really wasn't the one even though that's what i thought my life was supposed to be mm -hmm. and it hurt so bad and then i ended up meeting my husband who's nothing like him yep Mm, that's a word. Who's nothing like him. He is. Not, I. I thought even after me and this this guy broke up, I was like, my husband's gonna be like him. No, I, my husband, my actual husband, ended up being nothing Completely like him. Completely different because that wasn't what I need needed. Yep. I thought I needed him and or something like him. And you wasn't always gonna be that person either. Ex I need my exactly. My husband then was for who I needed today. Yeah, not who I was back then. Yeah. So yeah, and I I didn't. I mean, I thought I knew who I was going to be, but Child. I don't know who I'm going to be tomorrow at this point. Like, like it okay. changes daily. Yep. And so the type of man that you, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes he works Most for that Most times you don't know. But he don't work in your growth sessions. Yeah, he, yep. not, he not, you know, bad bitch 35. Right. You know what I mean? That's different. And so you need different people to be able to, to be there. Yeah. And maybe at that time, the man that's going to be there at bad bitch 35, he's still 32. You Man, know, listen, and, and he needs them three years let's be to clear. get to that. He needs that. Yep. And let's be clear. You cannot meet him that's at 32. Not just, he's not going to be there. That's not like, just for romantic relationships either, because you got, listen, you got some, you're going to have some friends who can hang with the law student who can't hang with the lawyer. All right. Yes. You're going to have some friends. <laughs> You're going to have some friends who, um, that was a word. Can, can they can, they the can clap for your first championship. That's By championship five, they tired of fucking clapping for your ass. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to tell you, like, that's why you have mm -hmm. to roll <laughs> with what you know yep. is true. Like, and emotions and stuff change people too. Cause that same man that y'all was doing great as you raised, yeah. he might get jealous. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you was good when he was a first year engineer and you was a broke law student. Yep. But then y'all incomes, you know, something happened in his engineer world. He can't y'all income yep. change. Yep. He might get jealous. Or shit. Or that motherfucker been working for however long, put you through school, or whatever, and he making this much. And then your first year out of wherever, you start making more than him right away. We don't know what you don't know. Sometimes so, you don't know what you're being saved from. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just don't want you can't change it either way. It is no reason to get caught up in it. Yeah. Like you doing what you're supposed to do. Like just love you. Yeah. Lo love the flaws. Love the mistakes. Love the shit you learn from the fumbles. Mm-hmm. 
Cause the good, a football game is good when the motherfucking ball fumble, baby. Okay, yes, cause a couple we gotta times run it. back and forth. We gotta strategize. Now we, we got gotta... something to prove. We got something. Th- everybody on their feet. Get the ball. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. like some people, some teams. Listen, some teams score off of fumbles. They do. They do. Some don't off of their own fumbles. Yeah, yeah this, or, it don't matter. Or the yep. other teams fumbles. Yep. Okay. It, it's so you just yep love it just try to love yourself i what i my biggest advice to people when they looking for their partner is is to say fuck them and to love yourself love i mean love yourself so fucking hard because that's when people that's when your partner gonna show up because when you are seen loving on yourself they gonna want to love on you too like that's just the truth of the matter is like love on yourself hard know who you are be honest about it. Be open to new mm-hmm. relationships that are not romantic. Like just because the truth and is, is that people. the truth is that at the end of the day, and like I said, this is relationships across the board. Yes, the only responsibility that you have is to listen to the people that you love and give them what you can. Yep, and then figure out what you need and communicate that to those people. So the motherfuckers back. who want to listen are going to try their best to make sure that your needs are met as far as they can stretch. You know what I mean? What they can do for you Mm -hmm. um, was was from surplus of their cup. Mm -hmm. They're going to try to fill yours if they can. Yes. You know what I mean? And you're going to do the same. However, if you're not communicating what you need or you're not doing the work to figure out what you need and they're not doing the same. So y'all building up these these expectations that's coming out of the clear blue sky because ain't nobody says shit to either one. Mm-hmm. And then now people are falling short when they didn't know that they were yep. being tested in the first place. So that's the thing. All you can do is love yourself enough to figure out what you need. Trust that person enough to communicate it to them and trust that they're going to do the right thing with it. And mm-hmm. when they don't, then decisions got to be made. But um, we mm-hmm. just got to understand what we can do in relationships, what we can't, what we can't control, what we can't. Um, and the main thing is the listening figuring out what you need and trusting that person or trusting that person enough to tell them. And then after your needs are communicated, I mean, what else, you know, yeah. what else can you do? I got a curveball question. Okay. Bow. okay. Do you believe in right person, wrong time and friendships? Hmm, right person, wrong time. Like, I met somebody who was cool. We just can't be cool right now. Mm, no. I think it's the same. Or backwards. Y'all used to be, y'all have been cool, but can y'all grow? Is Apart? The, yeah, like, is there a time that, like, right person, but then as time continues, wrong time. Yes. Like, time was good back yes. then. Yes. But is time it's good not now? no more. Yes. I. Oh, yeah. Um, I believe in the growing apart. So the mm. um I believe I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm. Um so you could be an old, I mean, you could be a past resource or a past tool or a past help, positive thing in my life, but you're not no more. Yeah. Um, and I think the only thing that I think I as far as the differences um with friends i don't think that it had sometimes it could be Mm -hmm. depending on the situation Mm -hmm. but with friends i think there's only a little more flexibility just because the emotions are different i think there's flexibility of like still keeping some type of relationship 
mm-hmm. without it being the same relationship y'all had. So for instance, y'all can grow apart. We can still be cool. You know what I mean? Like I might hit you up like, hey, I'm having a birthday dinner or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Hey, I'm throwing my husband a birthday party. Mm-hmm. That don't mean we have the same friendship we always had because we've grown apart. Our different, our, our, our lives have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see things differently. Um, there might be a reason for us to protect our space from each other just because, you know, we've grown and decided what we want, what we don't want in our space. Um, I truly believe that some friends grow bitter over time, depending on what they've been going through in their life. And that bitterness might not have, you might not have space for that bitterness and what's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. I think all of that happens. Um, I think the the cutoff doesn't have to be so hard just because like with the romantic partner, they so involved and immersed in your space mm-hmm. that kind of doing it halfway, it takes some time to get to that point. And maybe with um, super close friendships too, depending on how they end. I was gonna say, I think it but I think it's friend. a way, I think it's a way to like water down yes, without like cutting it completely off with those friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that I, yeah, the growing apart is, is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't even say that I, haven't experienced it, ain't experiencing it now. Like, you know, you can just tell that, okay, this is where the fork in the road comes. Like, mm-hmm. this is where I go this way and you go that way. Mm-hmm. You know, that don't mean I can't see you on your path and, you know, see what's going on and wishing you luck and all of that stuff. Um, but we just not on the same, we not on the same path no more. Mm-hmm. And um, what's allowed in our spaces have to have to adjust if mm-hmm. if we're going to continue to you know chase what we both feel like we deserve mm-hmm. and um I, I also believe that friendships can come back around but i do think that sometimes the timing just ain't right like um yeah it's just that yeah like mm-hmm. like i just believe i really think that sometimes the time is just not right like sometimes they're not mature enough mm-hmm. you know or the maturity levels are different or the um focus levels are different mm-hmm. or the priorities yep. are different yep and some you know and i do think that the watering down has to happen and maybe it can be spiked up you know maybe we can add a shot to my cup type of deal yeah but like the um, ice melted it a little bit but we can add some more liquor in there later but yeah i, I have a um yeah yeah, I got a really, really, really close friend right now that we not we don't really talk as much. Um, mm-hmm. And nothing specific. Well, something did happen, but nothing huge happened. But it was big enough, you know what I'm saying, for priorities to be able to be known. And so it's like to protect maybe trauma, but to protect myself, I think it just makes more sense to water down a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, and I mean, I'm sure if she see this, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. It ain't a secret. Um, mm-hmm. But. I'm sure she feel it too. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm openly saying it. Cause yeah, it is what it is. She right. Feel different. She can call me. Right. Um, right. Right. But like, I, I think that, and this is a really, really, really close person to me, but I just think right now, maybe in life and time and space, maybe we just focused on different things or maybe, you know, it's just not the time as much. Yeah. And I struggle in that. Cause it's like, well, I want to support, you know, you don't want to be a person that cuts off, you yeah. know, but in the same space, like, you know, just, I do think that sometimes it's healthy to water down. Like I think for me, seasons seasons have different intensities. Yeah. Like for me, the the transition happening in my life now is because like I told you, I was single for a really long time before Mm -hmm. this relationship with Jay. Like um, 
And so there I was I was very dependent on my close friends for a lot of things that I now have to transition from leaning on them for. And I have to lean on my husband for now. Yeah. This man that's about to be my husband. Mm -hmm. I have to take those things off of my friends plates and move them to his plate even if they don't want them taken off. even of if place. they don't want them and taken off the and like you know and it's just because they've been used to you know like surviving together yeah, yeah surviving together they've been used to me needing them for certain things and um there's also things that being that, my first call yeah go. exactly um certain things on my plate that gotta go um you know like you once I get married, my I can't I might not be able to jump and run to my best friend birthday everything the whole month now because I got a husband, you know what I mean? Things like that. So that's a transition that I'm trying to like that I've been making that I have to make in my mind and like everything is just that. Um that's a dynamic that we're that me and my friends are just gonna have to get used to. Cause I for a long time I didn't have to depend on a man for you know, these things, X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And now it's not just depending on the man. This is my husband. Like, mm -hmm. he got on his knee in front of a room full of people and said, put this on my plate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I said I would. Mm -hmm. And so now I have to deal with that transition. And so, you know, certain people being my first call or even if I was, you know, when I was single and I was dealing with people and getting into an argument with a nigga, I'm calling my friend, you know, da, 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 da. now it's yep. not like that. It's a more sacred space. Every conversation me and my husband had is not for me to call my friend and tell. Wow. Um, they not going to know every detail of my life like they used to, um, you know, and all of those things. And so mm -hmm. that has to be that's that's the transition that I'm making. And, even um, and it's not easy because mm -hmm. like. I was one of those people. um, because I, I come from a different type of family dynamic, too. So I was one of those people who lean heavily on my friends. Like, we yeah. real tight. Like, these are my siblings at this point. Yeah. So, like, um, when you move in, when you move in the stuff around on the plates, mm -hmm. it feel funny because some of it might feel like disloyalty. And it's not mm -hmm. disloyalty. It's, it's just shifting. reallocation. It's shifting. Yep. Yes. And I got to be willing to do it if I want. Yep. If I want that life that I've been praying to God for my mm -hmm. whole life, I got to be willing to make those changes. And it's hard. Yeah, it is. It's, yep. it's, it's hard. It's deep, too. And even even having to learn to go to different friends for different things. Like yeah. when I first got married, it was tough because I didn't know a lot of married friends. And so there were mm. some people that um, like I talk about my friend Melba all the time because she just came into my life at the right time as a married person. And so like. You know, I could call my friends that I've been talking to for years and that I've always known and everything. And, you know, to be on the phone with them, everything is cool. But, of course, their first reaction is fuck that nigga. And it should be because that's just what it and is. And they on my side. And they right. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck him. But the truth of the matter is I can't leave him over this. Like, you know what I mean? I signed mm. a contract to be his partner. And so I have them to ain't give... just words on that you see in movies no more. These are real fucking yeah. bylaws so now I gotta, of my daily fucking life. So now like, I, I got to talk to somebody that understands the concept that the resolution of this problem has to look differently because we got to exist in the same house. We got to exist in the same space. I need to be able to communicate how I feel and accept how he feel in a safe enough space that we can still live here. So he's not feeling cut off and I'm not feeling cut off. And I have to, you know, like and, finding yeah, And you have to talk to people who come, this is what I'm getting and come hard. from a space of compromise 
Because black women, we don't think other black women got to compromise on shit. Don't settle. Fuck that nigga. Say yeah, what you got to yeah, say. Yeah. Get what you yeah. deserve. Yeah. And we need each other for that. We yeah, do. Like, yeah. it's necessary. And there are even moments, even yeah. your married friends going to be like, all right, this is the moment you got you to stand Double on Double down. It. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. But... Yep. But then it's other yo times. yo yo friends who haven't experienced that level of relationship before. They coming from a place of I love you and you're perfect to me no mm-hmm. matter what the fuck happens, and mm-hmm. you right no matter what the fuck that nigga yeah. say or what you yeah. said right. Mm-hmm. But when you married, that's not always true. Mm-hmm. Then you can play that game with them hoes y'all be having. You cannot play that game with your husband. Because if that bitch keeps saying that, eventually your husband gonna tell you to cut that bitch off, and then what you gonna do, right? So it's, ugh. yep. Mm, because mm, what mm, do mm, you do? But that's a whole different conversation. What do you do? But yeah, all right. But so speaking of which, this is the this is the last one. It's gonna get juicy. Um, but we gotta make it juicy, and we gotta make it fast. I was gonna say we gotta make it fast. All right. Um, ball to go. Letting your man get away with shit you wouldn't let your friends get away with. Example. Like what? It, line. Um, ooh, 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 ooh. It's okay. Um, disloyalty. What does that mean? Um, like, for instance, your man, your man can be um, like texting another bitch or something. You know, whatever. Um, like you know how we get jealous when your friend got other friends and they don't invite you and you know shit like that. Like yeah, you feel like you sharing your friend. Way. No, because I I know some bitches who get mad when they I get mad. I still don't think it's the same way. Like I'm, I don't know why, but my man texting the bitch. I'm supposed to be your only woman. I know that I'm not your only friend. Like you know what I mean. I just I. We had an agreement that I was your only I literally, woman. I literally have a friend of mine right now that has another friend that literally cannot stand that she has other friends. Like, but, but they get into it about this shit. Yeah, but just because she can't stand it does not mean that ain't the contract of a friendship. Nigga, when you became my man, we right. agreed that I was your only girl. Right. Now, do I hate that you got other friends? Yes. But do I know that you got them? Yes. Right. I can't do nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's just. But even when you're talking it. to a but, nigga, though, but even when you're talking to a nigga and he telling you you're the only one, blah, 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 and you find out that you're not the only one. Y'all not together, mm-hmm. but you find out you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Bitches will forgive a nigga for that and not even say nothing else about it, but will really have a long, drawn out beef with their friend because you don't hang out with me like you hang with that bitch. And you don't, you went to that bitch birthday party and you ain't come to mm-hmm. mine. And how the fuck you gonna buy her? Da, 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 da. And when, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that be a thing. I agree. So that's what that's what I was talking about. I do. I agree. Yeah. Um, so if the if the stakes are the same, um, you know, why basically we not together. I, I just go off of like for me, I can feel some type of way. I can't trip on you if we've already agreed that I'm not your girl. Like if we not official, like that's why I'm big on communication, because I need to know what we are and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And I'm big on that with my friends too, bitch. Tell me what it is, because I thought you ain't like her. Right. Right. So I'm just trying to figure out what it is. Like, mm-hmm. do you like her now? I mean, right. if you do, you know, that's fine. But I'm yeah. I'm just saying, because I know for a fact that bitches give more passes to niggas than they do their friends. 
I agree. And that's what I'm saying. Like, is that gold or bold? Mm. Is it gold or bold? I think that I think they're different relationships. So I don't know. Let me see. Um, you let your man get away with murder, no. but you're making subliminal messages about me not coming to Cheesecake Factory for your birthday dinner. Bro, I'm not I even Ooh, oh my god. Now listen, I agree. Um I agree, especially <laughs> okay. especially because like you won't come because you ain't coming to Cheesecake Factory, not even because of some shit that like you ain't coming to Cheesecake Factory because you're being a hater. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. you you so the thing I is, think is girls like, are just we, catty. Like you purposely not showing is, up to these cake. So I know it's more behind it. Like right. But what I'm saying is though, I mean, if you tired, if you working, if you do, you know what I'm saying. That's but different. you don't but, think. But it's more like that's the thing though. Like it's more behind when niggas do shit to you too. It ain't I just. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so bitches will literally ignore what's behind the shit a nigga do to you and just chalk it up to the fact that he dumb, you know how niggas is, or he don't know yeah. how to communicate. Blah, blah, See, blah. I, but yeah. a bitch do something little. It don't even have to be even in close proximity to what this nigga did. Yeah. And she's on your shit list. You have blocked her. Yeah. She can't follow you on social media. You done put her in a group message about all your friends. You done made statuses about her. You done told her business, all kinds of shit. Yeah. I feel you. I'm just not that bitch, but I feel you. No, that's see, what I'm I saying. Hold everybody accountable. Period. My man get me and my man get in the room, and nigga, we got to talk. And me and my friends get into a room, and bitches, we got to talk. See, okay. honestly, no. And like, for me, I ain't gonna lie. And I'm gonna treat you the same way. If I talk to my man and you dismiss my feelings, bet. And if I talk to my friend and you dismiss my feelings, bet. See, like, I low key, I low key think, <laughs> I low key think I'm the opposite. It's a lot. I think my friends do a lot more shit that I don't say nothing about than my nigga. Mm. Jay breathe wrong. I'm on his ass. Yeah. Um, my friends, like my friends, I'm especially like because with my friends, number one, I gotta make sure that I'm seeing what I'm seeing. So for a minute, I'm not gonna say nothing just because I gotta make sure that I'm not fucking tripping. And then, um, And then once you do some shit, depending on what it is, I might not say shit to you about it. I might not say shit to you about it. So I think I'm going to go ahead and say this. I expect more loyalty from my friends than my man. And so maybe that's why. Mm -hmm. But I know I'm not, I don't know. Like, I, see, I don't think there's, the thing is, is I think they're I different. Get, yeah, but I can, I can. Even though I'm the other way, I can get I get what you saying though. Like, I, I get the fuck out of that. I do. I don't know what it is. It's like okay, I I almost expect him to fuck up, and I, and that ain't right. See, I think that's what I think with my friends. I feel like nigga, I've been knowing you since I was six. You gonna piss me off at some point. Uh, I've been well, knowing you okay. since I was like you're but gonna see, fuck up. See, well, but see, pissing me off. Okay, that's good. I mean, my friends piss me off all the time. Right, pissing me off and like loyalty issues or like some real shit you know what i mean that's just a little different like and i feel like we're not fucking like we're not fucking this should be so much easier i've been knowing you all of this time we should be able to communicate this through we should be able you know you should be able to just come to me i should be able to just come to you like this shouldn't be as messy as it is because my romantic feelings are in it like the reason that I'm going through this shit with this nigga is because I love him in that space. Like, we love each other without 
the squiggly lines of sex and squiggly lines of that extra stuff. So I, I feel like I, I do expect more from my friends. Like I expect you to communicate with me more than my man. And that's and when you say your man, you talking about your husband. So you think you expect more out of your friends and your husband or just your man? Um, just my man. I think okay. I think I think married relationships is diff- different. It's way different. And okay, I, that, I got you. Um, I think that they're different, and I honestly think that friends struggle with that. Like a lot of my friends struggle mm. with my um. No, I wouldn't say a lot of my friends, but there are spaces that they struggle because I'm not able to be as like you do have to understand that when your friend get married, your slot slips. So you were number one best friend, but you're now number two. And you have to be able to know that. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, um, but at the same time, your husband got to know that, too. like, you know, my husband is very not like. He's very knowledgeable about who my friends are, how they operate. He know when my friends come to town. He know what it is. That weekend is over. I'll see you later. Yep. Goodbye. Yep. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, he know when it's bachelorette weekend. Don't talk to me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He he hosted us at the club. Goodbye. Okay. And didn't see him no more because what the fuck? Like, see, when you put it you like know. that, because when I was talking, I was thinking about like my friends versus like Jay, which like you pointed out, Jay is about well, to be my husband. So that's different. But see, the roles are see my expectations for my husband is just different than my friends like and so yes the loyalty for my husband that's my life partner that ain't like yeah like is is he's my life partner i I think literally gotta work together that's what i'm saying i think i'm more that's what i'm saying i think i'm way more critical of my man and when i say my man i'm talking about jay Mm -hmm. um i'm more critical of my man but also we i mean naturally i guess like you said we would be because we in the same space all the time yeah. Um, with my friend, and then the thing is, is that I got high expectations for my friends. Though. With my friends, though, um, my friends, yeah. See, my friends for me, um, it would be so hard for them to like fuck me up deeply, mm-hmm. like deeply. You know what I mean? Like, and not to say your friends can't hurt your feelings because they definitely can. I mean, mm-hmm. we've all experienced that, like you know, mm-hmm. to where you wanted to choke your friend like mm-hmm. I'd have beat this I should pull up on her and beat her ass right now like mm-hmm. that's how you be feeling mm-hmm. but um but the reason that you feel that way is because y'all are super close and you have right right but you know but the thing is is that I guess where I'm coming from is the reason I think I'm more critical of my man is just because he holds so much right um and my friend's even though they've been around and they know a lot, they don't hold as much at stake as my man does. And so when he fucks up, there's more to lose than when my friend fucks up. And that's why I feel like, huh? How? Like you, because you also said that, you know, because of your family situation, your friendships, you lean on them almost more than anything else. And right. so it's almost but, like... But when my friend, when my family, what I was saying was is because, like, they know the triggers deeper. And so when they weaponize the triggers, you know what I'm saying, it's, like, fucked up. Yeah, but, but your friends saying- have now become your siblings. And so they know... You know what I'm saying? Your friends are very aware of what yeah. they do. Now, are you, if you just making the choice to be more understanding of their situations and their... You know, because... I mean, we can, you right, know what but I'm what I'm saying, like, right at this point, right, like, my, like, Jay is my family, and we, you know, mm-hmm. we got kids and a household, like, literal, like, a literal house, like, rent, I bills, agree. all that type of shit together, so if he fucks up, that's, like, literally 
pieces of my livelihood, day-to-day livelihood, mm-hmm. that's like at stake. Like if I have to move because of him fucking up mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying, now me, I'm disconnected from my stepkids because of what you did. That's mm-hmm. a different level. My friends, yeah, they can fuck up and yeah, they can hurt me deeply, but my day-to-day livelihood ain't going to be challenged. My relationship with my kids ain't going to be challenged. My bills ain't my, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like there's so much more at stake. Like with my friends, it'll just be more about my feelings just being hurt. I don't know. I mean, for me, I think that's a big deal. So I think it's just depending on maybe it's just the more immediate things at stake. Maybe it's just the things that are in your daily life, like you saying. But like, I feel like there's going to be some there's some like if let's say you and Shatora have to stop talking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She out of your life mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Like, I do think there's some detriment to that. Like, I think. Yeah. And, and I all, I think that shit going to hit you almost as hard as losing Jay, if not as much, because you've known her that hard. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like that, like Shatora knows the growth of you. Shatora's seen, right. you know what I mean? All of it. Like she's seen parts of you that Jay honestly have not. So, I mean, of course, yeah, I'm not see, saying Jay that she took, has to but arrive Jay, at your husband. Yeah, but Jay is like, that's the thing though, because yeah, you know, me and Shatora, our friendship developed over time and it wasn't about necessarily no promises or commitments we made to each other. It was just an organic thing that developed on its own, but you know, it could go anyway at any time. You know what I mean? Yeah, but y'all have and made promises and commitments. You make promises. Yeah, yeah but not on a level, man. not on a level with my man. I no. Think, I think they're different. I do, but I do think that they need to both yeah, be but, held at but high I don't, standards. But I don't think they rise to the same level. I, I just don't. I mean, I feel you. Yeah, I, I don't think they rise to the same level. Now, are they but I don't, important? I don't, yeah. But I don't think that's a good enough excuse to like, ignore what your friends do like i'm not ignoring time, what they do i'm just saying that's that not what i'm i'm just I saying just hold him to, the, i hold him to a higher standard than i hold them i, I do feel you i'm yeah. saying for the purpose of this conversation we talking about like basically the comparison like i'm holding them accountable as well the women in my life you are only getting access to me if you give me that same type of undeniable loyalty. Like, right. I'm not saying, no, you're not my husband. You're not fucking me. You're not growing a life with me. But you're not coming into my house where my husband is. You're not coming into mm-hmm. my space where I am. You're not coming into my fucking office unless right. I feel a certain at least level of energy or space where I feel like I'm going to feel some type of protection from you. And my day ones, my friends who are friend friends, them bitches that stood next to me when I got married. Mm-hmm. I hold them to a certain standard. I do. Mm-hmm. And I don't give a fuck how any of them feel about it. Like, either you're going to be there and that, because if your man, if your relationship with your man is that serious, then these other relationships that are close to you in your spaces are serious as well. And so I can't have women around that close to me. It, you know what I'm saying? In all of my seriousness, if they don't take it serious too. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I, I hold them. I do hold them very, very, like, I hold them high. They hold me high as shit. I, like, I ain't saying I don't hold them high. I yeah. just hold my man higher. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I get but, it. I just don't. I understand. I'm just not. I'm addressing my friends, too. Like, I just am. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I, and it ain't, you know, it ain't. I, I'm a true believer that I should be able to tell you how I feel. And yeah. we get past it just like me and my man do. Cause that's the other side of it right. too. Like, I think the other side of this gold to boat is like, well, you let your friends 
you know, letting being mad at your friends about stuff you let your man get away with. How much how well is the conflict resolution between your friends versus you and your man? Like, how is that conversation going? Do you can you and your friends get mm-hmm. over shit the way you and your man can? Like, right. Because that's the thing, too. We do a lot more conflict resolution with our romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. We do a lot more critical thinking and problem solving. Mm-hmm. We work some shit out. Do we really sit down and have those conversations with our friends and be honest with them and go through that? We don't do that. Like, we don't ever. None of us. Mm -hmm. And the real question is, like, you know, why is that harder? Because those relationships matter. Like, you know what I mean? It is harder for me to tell my friends. I mean, yeah, of course they matter. But they almost, they matter a lot. Like if Yeah, they matter a lot. If you're willing to come and you're willing to come and tell your man, but you don't want to tell your friend, like how she made you feel, but you're willing to tell your man... Why is that? Like, that's some shit you got to unpack. Like, that's some, you know, mm-hmm. not you specifically, mm-hmm. but that's something that we kind of got to gotta pull from. Because mm-hmm. it's like, why Why do I not want to be vulnerable with her? What am I afraid of? Am, am I, what type of, like, where is this ranking at that I'm scared to tell her, but I'm willing to tell him? Like, you right, know, like, right. that. I, I just feel like those lanes should be crossed. I mean, those lanes should be open mm-hmm. in all spaces. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well... Do we not have that safe space? And if not, why not? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I just, I just do. And I mean, that has resulted in me losing some friendships. But right, it is. I mean, yep. it ain't that I don't care. I love all of those women and all of the spaces that they do. But um, I'm a giver naturally. I'm a helper mm-hmm. naturally. It's mm-hmm. my profession. It's my life. It's who I always been. Yeah. And so, um, I have to be very direct mm-hmm. and very communicative about what my boundaries look like and what my expectations for people are. Right. Like, right. You know, and I, I take, I take, I take my friends serious. Like I just do. Um, I mean, to be completely honest, I think your friends can almost hurt you more than your nigga in a lot of spaces too. Like, you know what I mean? They can hurt you on some levels if they really want to, you know? So I just, I think that the relation, I think friendships are just very deep. And I think that, as a society, we downplay them. Mm-hmm. And and then it's like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Like, nigga, you care. Mm-hmm. You and her just broke up. Right, right. Basically. Y'all had a breakup. Yep, 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 yep. Y'all friendship just died. You're grieving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta yep. grieve over the fact that, that that ain't your bitch no more. Like, yep. that's that's real. Yep. And I low-key think that um some of that comes from bitches have a real fear of not like having a man to die with. And I don't think Very they true. have a real fear of not having friends to die with. There are bitches who take that's pride true. in not having no fucking friends, yeah. but want to die married. That's true too. Um yeah, and we'll and and we'll change some goddamn um deal breakers over it. Just to make sure. Oh that yeah, next for to sure. You. Oh, for sure. And that's um that's what is that's that interesting. About? Um, number one, I think for a lot of women, they're they're taught that um having a man or having a husband is being is tied to success. Mm-hmm. Like kind of how we talked about earlier. Like I've graduated however many times and a lot of people in my life didn't even blink an eye. I'm getting married and all of a sudden the motherfucking baby. You know, the floodgates is open and everybody fuck with me. And oh, my God, Maisha, I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you. They don't even know what the fuck I do for work. (laughs) Girl. And so, and so, like, I think we're. That's that's a 
that is something that we need to question as a society. Yeah. Um, Cause I've been married five years and the exact same thing happened to me. Like I remember saying to my mama, like, I'm I have a master's degree. Like I'm the first in my family to do a lot of things. Like I have bust down generational curses I literally all over the place. And I got married, and this is all I had to do was find a man for y'all to to praise me and put me on this pedestal and get jealous. Like girl. I got friends that I got three more degrees then and they don't blink an eye. I got a man and it was like, oh, I can't deal with her. What? Like, wait a minute. What Listen just here. happened? When I tell you, it's a discovery, child. It's there, a discovery. There are people um, in my life now that only talk to me about, help me find a man. I got to find a man. Help me find a man. We don't even have conversations no more about life. It's just about... Now that I got a man, I got to help them find a man because people are so pressed now. Like people, listen, people want to come to shit. Who, listen, motherfuckers who, oh my god, listen. And this is a, this is what I don't like, and this is why you know a lot of people. You got a lot of people who be like, don't be getting relationship advice from single people and all this shit. And like you could say that all all day if you want to, yeah, but I have, I have for the most part in my adult life always been the single friend. Mm-hmm. Like before Jay, my last real relationship was when I was 21 years old. Wow. Me and Jay met when we were 27. And during that time, you know what I mean? I was I was labeled that friend. Like, you know, I was um difficult to deal with. I was, you know, a stick in the mud. I was I uh stopped fucking with niggas for little reasons that wasn't that serious. Um, I dropped niggas too easy, all that. I was mm-hmm. a single friend that, you know, of course, they niggas hate it. Of course, she's gonna say, fuck that nigga. She ain't got no man, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even about that. It wasn't about that at all. I was just, I just wasn't the person that was just gonna date anybody just to be dating somebody. Yes. And so now that I'm getting married, you the one to get, what? The one that didn't wanna, and the one, uh, yeah. Yeah, the one that required a nigga to be better. Could can you fucking believe it? That's the T too. That's the secret. You see what I'm saying? And it's like, that's like that's the it. that's the hard. You know, that's the hard part. That's the difference between you just dating anybody and finding your soulmate. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be willing to to cry and, and lay lonely yep. and you know block that nigga and not reply to that text message and say no to that date and like. And yeah, sometimes you're gonna be labeled the the single bitter ass, mad ass friend who da 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 da. Yeah, mm-hmm. until they realize it was so simple to be with you in the first place. When literally it was just like all you had to do was try for real. Um, we got a comment. Ain't nobody ever check on my mental health in school, but what sure asks me when I'm gonna bring somebody home. I roll. Ooh, all the who time. said that? Who said that, Dominique? Mm-hmm. Let me tell. Oh, listen. Didn't give a fuck about how I was doing in school. Mm -hmm. Didn't know if I had money for my books. Didn't know if the rent was paid. Didn't know if I was eating. None of that shit. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And literally people that I have not seen since I started my period. I was just about to say 14 years old. (laughs) Like, yes. 
What? And I was supposed to pay for you, your wife, your three kids, and your dog to come to my wedding. Kiss my motherfucking ass. Like, and it don't even be like that, but it's just like, I know what I was really going through. It was literally times I did not know when the fuck I was going to eat. It was literal times where I had a job interview and could not afford a fucking pair of stockings to wear to that bitch. Mm -hmm. And now, now y'all see I'm getting married. You know what I'm saying? Fuck all that shit that I went through. You know what I'm saying? Y'all supposed to be family, right? You see what I'm saying? Like, all of that. All of that. And you offended because you didn't get an invite to my wedding? You a clear-ass motherfucker who ain't gonna give a gift when you come anyway. Get the Mm -hmm. fuck... No. 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 And it ain't even about your relationship. They just want to see. They just want to see. They just want to see you ain't even been around to meet the nigga that I'm with, yeah. and you think you're supposed you've to be at my wedding. That was my rule too. If you've never met him, you will not be there. We've been we've been together too long. If you ain't never met him, you ain't coming. And listen, and I can even and like don't even get it twisted. <laughs> I can even I can even understand somebody not meeting him yet, right? Yeah. Because I mean, well, y'all was together for the longest. If they hadn't met him, he they should not have been. Either. Most been of there. my most of my family but like, hadn't. But, like, listen, it's motherfuckers who hadn't met him yet, but knew when I met him, knew when we became official, mm-hmm. knew, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. knew about the first date, the second date, mm-hmm. the third date. Oh, we did this. Oh, listen, motherfuckers who knew when I swipe right on the motherfucker. Look at this nigga I just met him. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So, even if you hadn't met him, you can understand what was happening. You feel me? And you, that's cool, but you literally have not checked on me you probably can't even tell me my middle fucking name or my birthday you don't even know what school, what high school i went to what college i went to yeah. what you know what law school i graduated yeah. from can't tell me a goddamn thing about me mm-hmm. but you just want to be in a room off the strength because the shit look like it's about to be fun well you know what else i've learned i've learned that people want to be around love like, I don't know, like it's contagious yeah. or some shit. Yeah. I, I have learned that. And um, I get weddings are hype. Like outside of my so outside of mine, I've only been to two weddings in my whole life. And they was hype. No, I, I mean, you know, it great. was it was very, you know, lovey dovey, but like I'm not just showing up love. to a motherfucker people wedding that I don't know. Positivity. People can't, you know, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to want to. I just think that it's unrealistic to think that I'm gonna spend a hundred dollars on a plate for you. Like, you know, that's that's the thing. Um, yeah. but, but anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> back to the conversation at hand um letting your man get away with something that you wouldn't let your friends get away with i think that we need to work on conflict resolution with our friends i think that we do it hell away. yeah i think we get to the nitty gritty be crying snot and shit with our niggas mm-hmm. and i don't think we do that with our friends and sometimes i need to cry over what a bitch did and you know what and you i know? think the problem is is that we don't know how to like you said we don't know how to have healthy arguments with our friends no, because honestly right. like with your man you get you get good at arguing with that nigga because you get used to how he respond mm-hmm. you know this that and the third you done ran all your fact sheet down you yep. done did yep. all your internet research you know this bitch like the picture at two and this bitch like the picture at four yep. and I got the screenshots and I wish that nigga motherfucking would and you done did all that <laughs> with your friends it ain't that because sometimes you be feeling shit about your friends and you not sure if you right and then you know what I'm saying, and th- you know your friends, and you know when they gonna lie, what they not gonna lie about. You know the information they told you versus the information you got from somebody else. You know what I'm saying, all of that shit. And like the dynamics of handling that can be very tricky, um, depending on who you gonna bring. Because yeah. listen, when it's your man, you know it's only gonna go so far. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, my sister Shatora says she's seen your motherfucking ass at such and such yeah. with such and such. You yeah. know his ass ain't gonna call Shatora. Yeah. Your friend? Oh well, let's put this shit in the group message now. Twenty motherfuckers is in it, and you just like. I low-key don't even give a fuck about this shit enough to be arguing about this shit for... Because, listen, women, especially black women, they're going to argue for a week. I have... But um, I will say, I it, have, it shouldn't be like that, though. The way I, you were saying. I've known that my friends are flat-out lying to me about stuff, and oh, I've let it pass. I would and never let my nigga do that. I was just about... <laughs> listen, take Not the, a day! My, soon as you my, lie and punch you in your shit, I bet you better you, I wish you motherfucking let me would. Tell, I, I swear to God, I have been looking at my friends' faces and knowing that they both face lying. And let let any man, <laughs> especially my husband, but anyone I've ever dealt with, he the sentence won't be out before I'm like, nigga, you lying. Excuse me? No, you want to know how I know? Because this, this, this. I got a I, whole essay. I got I a whole essay. I might have hit you. Because what the fuck And we happening? calling that bitch. It, we corroborating the story 20 times over. Blah, listen, you know what I'm saying? Even, I don't even call bitches. I ain't doing that. No, I'm just saying, you know, the energy, that's the energy be women be, be on. Like, to to get to the bottom, <laughs> to get to the bottom <laughs> of the situation with a man, they inspect a fucking gadget. I and agree. listen, I'm going to be inspecting I am guilty. I just ain't calling them hoes. I am I guilty. Ain't nobody But the thing is, yeah, me. the thing is with my friends, <sighs> I ain't going to lie. I can probably run the whole situation down from the rooter to the tutor on how and why this happened. Mm-hmm. That's a conversation because just because you know how or why it happened. Don't mean I don't need to answer for it. Yes. Right, 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 right. That be the problem. Yeah. And see, I don't know if it's with niggas. We just got more questions and it's hard. I don't know because now you really got me trying to figure this shit out now. I don't know. Because when my... I, I, example, the friend Where I'm talking the fuck about... Were you, at seven twelve on motherfucking Thursday, and here's a picture of you at seven twelve. And on bitch, Thursday. I'm gonna give you look, and I'm gonna give you three chances. Where was it taken? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you put your lips together to say mm, and I know you was somewhere that start with. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, your face be ready, bitch. I wish you motherfucker would. But listen, but when listen, but if your homegirl out of you, you like, am I crazy? Yes, it feels more like gaslighting. Like now I gotta call my other homegirl. Cause now I'm calculating, like, wait a minute. Was it Tuesday? I on Monday. For what? For what? It's first of all. Wednesday, I went to the mall. It had to be Tuesday. What the fuck? Wait a Cause because you expect more out of them, I'm telling you. I, and I don't know if it's a male female thing either. I'm not exactly sure, but I because it, it's like, wait a minute. I'm questioning everything. Cause is it now so that I expect more out the nigga, or I expect less out the nigga that they getting more into? Now I'm just like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I expect him to lie. What? <laughs> that sounds so. Bad. I definitely, I, expect, I definitely expect I him to lie first. The first thing that come out their mouth very, very off the top after you ask the question is gonna be a lie. Then you yeah, gotta, then you gotta give it. To then you gotta give it five seconds to see if they meant to lie. Cause you know niggas, the lie gonna come out first. Nigga, like no, 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 man. Wait, 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 no, 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 no. Pineapples. Wait, 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 wait. That's it. I don't expect my friend to lie. They gotta give you the Ever. Yeah, listen, it be like I'll never expect my friend to lie. You damn near, you damn near want to have the third camera, like. You want to break the pain. I know this bitch didn't just. Yep. 
Drew? Like, what's wrong? Let me check. Wrong? Look, let me check what I read in 20 minutes. Did I fuck up? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was supposed to be a comma and it was a period and mm-hmm. I read it in the wrong tone. Mm-hmm. Did I? Yes. Yeah. I could have swear this yeah. bitch said. Is she? Yeah. What is she? Is she? Now I got to call A. Did you hear? You remember? Yeah. I, that was Tuesday. I called you and told you that bullshit, right? <laughs> All right. So, boom. Because am I tripping? Like, it's... Oh, why do shit with our friends turn into a whole web of other motherfuckers? I'm... I'm about to do a dissertation, goddammit. it. <laughs> you ever try to argue with a black woman? Like, God damn. That's, that's also, that's, that's also some, maybe that's why we don't want to argue with our friends because we don't argue with our mamas and we good on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good on arguing with you, bitch. That I'm, might be trauma. That might be real. That it might be trauma. Or something related to it. Like, like, oh, example, like the friend I'm talking about. I, I don't engage because I know she's going to get defensive. Like, I just know her. I know how she operates. And I know it's a complete waste of time in having that conversation. Like, I, I know that she's not going to bow down to her ego for this conversation. It was one of them she had never even, admitted. Even if my feelings are on the line, she's not going to bow down to it. But for me, that's enough to get you cut off. If if we in a, if your ego going to win over my feelings, then... You know, because your ego is just for bragging rights. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's just, you know, I'm really thinking about this timing. It's like, okay, I'm going to be I'm going to be thinking about this for a minute. It's because like at the beginning of this conversation, I really thought I had it figured out. And the way I handle it is the way I handle it. But now the why is kind of switching for me, I think. Anyways, we you know, and it might be the liquor. Who knows? But um, anyway, okay, Des. So we've talked about ending relationships, which is hard, and we knew this was gonna be hard. We ain't even wanna. We low key ain't even wanna do it, but we owe it to our fellow Golden Girls to go it was into better them. Than I thought. I thought it was yeah, go into those nooks and crannies and really unpack them conversations. And um, and I, I think it was good. So, ladies, just, just know that letting go. Yeah, letting and also letting go of relationships um is also a part of maintaining healthy ones watering down is an option as well like yeah don't feel bad there's middle ground down. and um trust yourself to know at what level a person should be involved I would say in for me yeah it's just follow the gut your gut don't lie it does not lie yours don't not for your shit not other people's shit it can't do nothing yep but you follow your gut there are times that you in a situation with a friend and you like mm. Mm, this ain't it. You know when she on some bullshit. You know when she just tripping because she tripping. Right. And you know when she on some bullshit. There are differences. Like, mm. there's there's differences. There's differences of, oh, my friend just need a little space. She fucking up. And she on some envious, jealous, you know what I'm saying? Or And, and it might be subconscious. So we can't blame people for these things, mm-hmm. but you still got to protect yourself and take care of yourself. Yeah. Okay, so you I think... I think I figured out one thing, and then after that, we're going to go on ahead to the cheers to life real right. quick. But I, I think I figured out what it is. I think I'm I'm more critical of my man because, um, and I don't know what the reason is, but when they fuck up, it feels more hostile than what my friend does. And I think because my friend has been around so much, like you, like they've earned a certain level of benefit of the doubt that I think. I could be scared to give a man, you know what I'm saying? So you you constantly interrogating the man and you know you got to answer for blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And um and then also I don't know if it's the emotions of the space or whatever, it feels more hostile. Sometimes it takes for my like my friends actions to escalate 
to like a crazy level before it even clicks to me like, oh, this bitch don't like me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I don't know, yeah. but it may okay. just be experience because I've been through the I've been to the hospital, the hospital moments of damn this bitch. Right, don't like me. right. So now that I've been on the side of that, like I, I've had to accept, damn, I've been in a friendship before and she ain't liked me for years. And then I got to go back and like, damn, this happened, this happened, this kind of show, you know, right. Because we, because we give our friends so that much benefited it out. So I do think I'm on the other side of it now because now my head on a swivel. I just right. don't. I Everybody just... getting watched. <laughs> no, for real. I, I, it just is. And to me, for me, they are, they head is on more of a swivel than my husband's. Like, he locked in a contract. Yeah, because I think and I'm more... else I could take all half of his shit. I can't do nothing with you bitches, so... Like, on, like even oddly enough, I feel more prone to make excuses for the shit my friends do yeah. than the shit that my man does. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'll make an excuse for my friend. Like, oh, she only going... You know, like, she going through this, or mm-hmm. she... You know what I'm saying? No, she having a hard time, like, this yeah. happened, or this is around, you know, the same time this happened, or whatever. Yeah. And um, because you've been around for so much of it, you, you kind of mm-hmm. default to making an excuse for them. Mm-hmm. As opposed to... It's the opposite with a man. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't default to making no excuse for you, nigga. You got to explain it to me plain why the fuck this happened. Mm-hmm. But I do think that we could benefit from bringing the shit to our friends versus making an excuse for them without ever saying nothing. Mm-hmm. Even if you're giving them the grace of they going through, they been through, this is the, around the same time, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I think we do need to do better at creating a space where they still have to answer for that shit. Just They're because relationships too, like everything. And then listen, and then no, you not the friend to try with that bullshit. That's, and that's, that's what you what gotta. About. We gotta make that's those boundaries now. I'm just not that friend that you can do that to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, so that was good. Mm-hmm. Yo, this, this this gonna have me thinking for a minute. I know, I loved it. Yeah, that this was, was good. Okay. So um, that was a lot. So how you? I don't know how you gonna cheers to that shit because I need something. I feel like something. we all just broke up with all our uh. No, we all just decided we are gonna call and cuss our friends out. I feel like that's what that felt stop, like. Stop, God. <laughs> I thought I thought you was making a drink. I thought you was making a drink. You was making a shot. We finna go. <laughs> the drink to the car or home. Either one, <laughs> whichever one. <laughs> this is the beginning of the night type of drink. <laughs> Get with a little lemon squeeze. This is this is a shot. She a, mad or something? A little bit. Okay, come on. All right. Um, I, we I don't think we just agreed that we are gonna go cuss our friends out. Um, I think that we just agreed, and, and that's the, exactly that's supposed to be mixed in there too, and it ain't. You ain't gave me a chance to pour nothing in there. I, t- I poured that you in there. And you immediately you immediately started whining and all that. You ain't even gave me a chance to mix nothing. Do you do that to the bartender at the club? No. I do. <laughs> you don't no. look at the bar. Dang, that was a lot. I showed down because I'm paying her probably $20 for that shit. I need some more. So how much you paying me before I pour this? <laughs> I pour a lot if you're going to pay me. Nothing. 
So pour me a small I did pour you a lot of liquor. Stop! It's, this is liquor, too. I was trying to drown out the hard liquor with the soft liquor. Get some juice. Here, here. See, this, you could have poured your own shit. The soft liquor. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? The soft liquor. Oh, listen. All that complaining she doing, I don't want to hear that on Thursday. Actually, I'm getting married. Turn up, because they can't tell me no this week. I already did that. So she been blackmailing me for the past two weeks. Blackmailing is every a strong time, word. Every time, I, every time. I'm just reminding her of the occasion when she forgets. You you want to get a prank? Uh, no, I mean, you know I'm getting married next week. Because <laughs> if you're saying no, you obviously forgot. Because why else would you be saying no? Like, I benefited the doubt. Before I cut you out, I'm it's just literally, you forgot. You, you know I'm getting married, so I'm going to go get it. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm still not seeing the problem. <laughs> Just got to establish that boundary. I'm not that friend. You're going to do that. Not drinking shit. We, I'm establishing that boundary. That's very the early. boundary you're establishing with you. Yeah. Toxicity. I, I got the, to be fair. I got the same standard for my man. <laughs> <laughs> His ass is going to get drunk too. Whenever the fuck I get no, ready. You said that you, you more critical of your man. So get him. And leave me alone. Okay, I'm gonna make him take a shot. He ain't getting no champagne. <laughs> Jay, Jay you can thank Dez for that. Look, I tried, Jay. I tried, Jay. I tried. All right, come All on, right. Dez. Give us a cheers. I'm out the bottle because I'm getting married. What's up? Uh, period. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, We are two hours and 24 minutes in. We still shorter than drink, drink time champs, so I, I don't feel bad. The, the, editing these bitches, though. Um, <laughs> don't edit it. Just give it to them raw. No condom. Listen, I'm definitely about to drop this raw. I'm not about to go through this. They gonna like episode. it. They gonna like um, it. And I think we were very organized this time. I think we did good, too. Yeah. I think so. Yep. Um, yes. How did you um, like it, Ish? It. Did you? Oh, thank you. Yes, 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 yes. So, so um, you heard I got another. So I got another one of my homegirls here. Um, this is I'm an Iota sweetheart, and she's my pro fight. Her name is Aisha, but this is my <laughs> this my sis, but this my boo. Okay, this is my boo. All right, the whole Amen. bachelorette party, not one turned down moment because my Listen. dog Isha, when she come through, she, she show up and show out. The Ishas do not play, do we Ish? We do not. The okay. Do not play, baby. The Ishas is a vibe. Everybody was on the bus dead, and honey, and was the Ishas was up. Yeah. The Ishas was up. I was like, okay, booty, booty, booty. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, been a vibe. They, I listen when she told me he was coming. I was like, oh, I like them. I was like, I could do Dominique and Isha. That was. <laughs> I'm like, yes, crew, they can come. Yes. We real picky about who we allow to come in here because the energy got to be You see when right. you walked in, you was like, oh, y'all business in here. Like, it do be like that. So it, it yeah, does have yeah. to go from turn up to click. And so I be real funny. Like, there are people that I be like, don't bring her back. Because I can't. Like, yeah. my space got, my brain got to be right. I can't. Yep. So um, I appreciate y'all so much. This was good. And it's good to have y'all back here. You know, I love y'all. I know. I love when we able to let our people see. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um. Like, but okay, so let's 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 get this moving because I'm this show can't be no longer. Um, yeah, because it's blunt o'clock. <laughs> what you say, <laughs> <laughs> Missy? Get back in there. Get back in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, as I'm about to say this. So, guys, um, I 
live off of a premise where I believe that celebration and acknowledgement of amazing things is just the key to life. It's mm -hmm. no, you only win when you die. And so we are made, we all know to look for the holes and acknowledge all of the negativities and find the things that need to be better. We all doing that 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I even, my counseling business is named Cheers to Life because I teach people how to cheer for their fucking life. Like that's just what we're doing. We're not... Mm -hmm. I don't have time for all that negativity. Like we right. address it. We address where it came from. We address what it looks like so that we don't deal with it anymore. Right. Um, so what a segment that we put, we bring it into this show this season is the cheers to life segment. So I want everybody to get their motherfucking cups up. I don't care if it's water in it. I don't care if it's juice in put it. Your I drinks don't care up, what it keep is. Them up. Put them up. Put your drinks up. Keep them up. Keep them up. Okay. Put your drinks up. Keep them up. Keep them up. Good shot. Good shot. Good shot. Good shot. shot. Good shot. Good shot. Good okay. Shot. Hey. Now listen, baby. Y'all about to take these shots. Pick these drinks. Whatever you got in your hand. I need you to embrace the beautiful things in your motherfucking life. I don't care what that looks like. If if it's the fact that you got up this morning, then that's what it is. Amen. If it's the fact that you got a new job, an old job, or no job. God damn it. I need you to celebrate. New nigga, that. old nigga, no nigga. Period. Because maybe, you know, maybe God just giving you a little break because maybe it's all about you. You ain't got time to be worried about all the other bullshit. You got up. You are doing great. Your kids are beautiful. Your family is beautiful. Mm -hmm. If not, God damn it, you are beautiful. Yep. And I need you to celebrate it. We are done dealing with this bullshit. Most of us are black people and we already got a very hard life. So let it go. Take your breath. Breathe out. And cheers to your motherfucking life, clink, everybody. Clink, 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 clink. Oh, Lord. Ain't never been no hoe. Ain't never been no bitch. Yeah. All right, so boom. Um, that is the end of this Golden Girls episode. Thanks everybody for tuning in with and your favorite Golden Girls. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to make sure I say it publicly. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Have a good motherfucking time. You deserve it. I am extremely proud of you. Thank you. Um, watching you put together this whole process, listening to. The good, the bad, and the ugly, like, this shit's gonna be epic. And I know that this is about love. I know it's about all these other things. But I, as your event planning partner, hey. I know what the fuck is going on. You know. <laughs> and so I'm proud of you because we... Thank you. Thank you. We just graduated to another level of we events. We just graduated to another level of events. Okay. And so you about to take this experience with you. And it's going to be yes. a big deal, too. So yes. I love you. And I appreciate what you're doing for us on Thursday. And I'm going to be there bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, okay? And drunk, baby. Yes. It's in two days, nigga. So all hail the motherfucking Howards. All hail the motherfucking Howards. I'm about to have a new name, y'all. That is crazy. Pew, 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 pew. Period. Um, okay. Thank y'all so much. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Uh, like we talked about earlier, next month we will be focused on financial literacy. As you know, I'm getting married, so I will be talking to you guys about that financial process because um, I don't know a lot about money, but I do know something about planning a wedding. So tune in for that. Um... As always, thanks for tuning in to our episode. It's your girl, Missy, the one you love, the messiest one you know. You can find me on Instagram at 4th of June or on Facebook at Maisha Ishmael. And you can always find us at goldengirlsgroup.org. Um, our episodes will be posted on Anchor, Branker, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, you can find podcast episodes on goldengirlsgroup.org. 
uh, org. And Des, who are you? Where can they find you? And then take us on out. <laughs> you just did all about taking them out. All right, boom. Like, she just took everything out. But I ain't say your name. Literally, that's it. So, um, y'all, my name is Des. I am the executive director of Golden Girls Group. Um, I am also the executive producer of Golden Girls Podcast. I want to thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Missy just told y'all everywhere that you can find us. And if you got any issues, just check out goldengirlsgroup.org. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you join the group. And we will see y'all. Thank y'all so much for being a friend. And we living life like it's golden. Next time you see me, I have a new last name. Period. Put some respect on me. <laughs>